Guys, let's enjoy the show. Let's get into it. This video contains gratuitous use of profanity and uncomfortable pauses to compensate for lack of professionalism and original thought. Viewer discretion advised. Oh shit! Mud shark. You're not a mud shark. You're barely even a fucking a fish. I went YouTube because Chad's like, dude, you can go on there. You can get Super Chat. You should, what are you doing? Yeah, he I tells go, everybody because oh, I make money here. So he tells everybody. Not everybody makes it. Make me. What kind of podcast if I was going to do one and keep doing the show that I'm doing and I stream it live like you're saying? Because that, that was Joe, Joe, you do it. Like I told Pat what Dixon. What should I be talking about? You do. It don't matter. You. I told Pat Dixon, you do it every day at 11 o'clock. Every day? Uh, yeah. You should go live like every night at eleven o'clock, just and and because if if you do it on schedule, people will just watch. 
Yeah, that's true. Because there's not, you know, 11 o'clock. I told Ray 11 o'clock. Ray was like, 9.32 is the, is, is the exact time. Yeah, I just felt so bad because I was going to do MLC. Yeah, we're just going to talk about like what happened to MLC, but like we were supposed to be on MLC together. I wanted to like uh, jump on MLC and like have some fun. No, I'm trying to join MLC. That's my real reason for doing this. So none of you sons of bitches would know who I am if not for MLC. So give MLC its uh, respect. I love all you guys, man. Peace out. MLC for life. Just all right, you guys are fucking awesome as shit. But I'm saying, like, if you go 11 o'clock every night, every night, have different people on, I think it would, I think it would go well. Yeah, I think so too, man. Thanks for the the suggestion. I I don't. Know. Do you do it the I same start- time every day? Am I supposed to? I don't know. Yeah, like a show. Do it the same time every day. Podcast. It's what I mean, it should be called. It's like, I mean, everybody, everybody basically. You know what? Just call it that. The Joe Mattery shitty podcast. People are gonna watch it because it's like. You're saying it's shitty. Right. Talking about I heard you're making I heard you're making mad dough now, Kev. This is not a conspiracy theory. You fucking piece of shit. Oh shit. The Kevin Brennan effect. Let's get uh some music going here, guys. Welcome into the show. I should have had this properly set up, but we're back. Give it up for your host. Boys and girls, off your That's me. Come on, get to it. Give it up for your host, How we doing, guys? Happy Sunday. Welcome into the show. Boy, do we have a doozy on our hands today. Uh, hopefully everyone's having a great weekend. It's coming to a close already. We have a great show to get into. We just watched some Kevin uh, Brennan, the Kevin Brennan effect. Now, all week I had this show set up. I had the show set up for naps and hacks, and we were just going to originally cover practically, uh, primarily Pat Dixon and uh, Joe Matarese, a new frequent flyer on MLC. But I'm sitting there. I couldn't get any sleep last night. It's about two in the morning. And it, it dawned on me. It it just clicked. Something clicked in my head. And uh, I wanted to... I wanted to show this. Probably should have had this set up. Here we go. Uh, I started making the correlation that this man right here, Papa Toe, as they call him, the original Papa Toe, not Steel Toe, Joseph R. Rogan, and everyone's favorite... Tomato, Kevin Brennan. What do these guys have in common? And it clicked on me. You guys remember about five, ten years ago when Joe Rogan couldn't help himself and he was going around to every like low-level comic and telling them, you guys, you know, you should start a podcast. And you should start a podcast. He was like Oprah Winfrey. He was just giving out podcasts left and right. You get a podcast and you get a podcast. Tom Papa, you get a podcast. Just just go, uh, you know, film yourself for an hour baking bread. Tom Papa literally had a show called Breaking Bread with Tom Papa. And it was with this, we 
come to understand what the Rogan, the Joe Rogan effect is. And that is, Joe Rogan is just able to, I guess, salvage all of these guys' career. I mean, practically. I mean, without Joe Rogan, there would be no Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, Bapa Schaub, Brendan Schaub, Brian Callen. Like, a lot of these guys would not exist. So, it dawned on me last night, as I'm laying there, I'm like, holy fucking shit. We have a new Rogan effect. This time, however, it's not with a multi-million slash billionaire. No, 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 no. It's with a, uh, well, a guy who's really just started making money this year. And that guy's name, ladies and gentlemen, is Kevin Brennan. You fucking hack! Now, Kevin's been on this rampage. I don't know about a rampage. I mean, maybe rampage is uh, too harsh of a word. Uh, maybe not a rampage, but he's been on for the, I mean, probably the better part of almost a year now. You know, you have to remember MLC, you know, two, three, four years ago. Welcome into the show, everyone. Hopefully everyone's having a, a great, great Sunday afternoon. Sorry for the delay as well. I'll get to that in a second, but I got to shut my purifier off there. It's too cold. So uh, like two, three years ago. ML, what was MLC? No one really knew MLC. I mean, sure, Kevin had his Patreon and people supported Kevin's show. But it wasn't like it is today, where it's just super chat-centric. And uh, without the super chats, I mean, would there really still be a show? And would there be a show every day? That's the question. So when Kevin, uh, when Kevin started making money this past year, like really started making cash in this podcasting space, we enjoy and we've come to know uh, as the Hackverse branches off from the Dabbleverse, Kevin has taken it upon himself to encourage guys who shouldn't be podcasting to podcast. We've seen this throughout this whole last year. Guys like Stevie Lou. Guys like Joe Matarese, as of recent. Guys like Ray DeVito. Every, almost every night. I mean, there was a point in time Ray DeVito was streaming, I mean, literally every single fucking day. Uh, I mean, we saw in that intro clip, Godfrey. And Kevin, uh, you know, I feel like Kevin is taking it upon himself to cultivate this, I guess, band of hacks i guess but what what is it why is he doing this is he doing this because he truly wants to help and he wants to see these people succeed and reach the next level or is it just he thinks he's crushing it so he thinks everyone can do it now i always correlate this back to and and joe rogan probably i mean did the same thing in this uh instance in this aspect where it, 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 I always correlate this back to, like, when someone, like, hallucinates and takes hallucinogenic drugs, a la mushrooms or acid, for the first time, they feel the need to tell everyone about their experience, one, and two, they feel like everyone should do set hallucinogenic drug, whatever it is. I mean, mushrooms, acid, whatever. And that's not the case. Like, everyone isn't, you know, uh, mentally stable to take on, you know, the uh, three-dimensional elves, as Rogan likes to call them. So and the same rule applies to, I believe, podcasting in this sense. Now, podcasting isn't like hallucinogenic drugs. I mean, maybe it is in a sense. I haven't really thought that much into it. But it is in the sense 
where Brandon's starting to to succeed. Finally, he's starting to break through, and he's like I said, he's feeling the need to let everyone know that they should, in fact, start a podcast. And and I'm I'm here to, I guess, be the bearer of bad news. Like guys like Skakel and Matt Arise and Davido. Pat Dixon was another one in that intro clip. We've seen, uh, you know, the latest success from Pat Dixon. We're going to get into Pat Dixon today. I can't stand this motherfucking Pat 8.7 Dixon. In 8.7? I, I mean, I really can. He really grinds my fucking gears. Because he's just a, a Kevin Brennan disciple, and without Brennan, no one would watch his shit. I mean, well, it's, it's twofold, right? It's, it's without Brennan's promotion— one and two, it's the fact that he's on at eleven o'clock and nobody else is on at eleven o'clock. So it's just you know people have something to watch. Now, is there a method to the madness? I don't know. We're gonna try to figure that out today. We're gonna try to uh, dive deeper into the Kevin Brennan disciples, two of which have been very prominent on MLC as of late. Like I said, Joe Matteris and Pat Dixon will be the subjects at hand for today. So uh, we're going to get into all of that uh, probably later on. This probably maybe after the break, I'm assuming. We have a lot of other uh, other good shit uh, to get to today. Uh, my, I'm looking right at here. My lost interest. You guys know my lost interest? This motherfucker. Mm. Again, I don't even have a problem with my lost interest. My lost interest is just a clipper spreading the good word that is these podcasts uh, that we surround ourselves in, in the hackverse. So a part of me appreciates that. But the part of me, and I've been on this now for about three weeks, four weeks, is that everybody, and when I say everybody, I mean every podcast you're watching on a daily basis is just watching my lost interest clips. So there comes a point in time you have to ask yourselves, are, you, are we just watching the same show? And if the answer is yes, and you find yourself like, hmm, maybe it is sort of the same show, then we're in a bad place. We're, we are in a bad place as far as podcasting and entertainment goes, especially in this little sphere. I mean, there's so much to get into and, and spread your wings at, you know? There's so much coverage to be had. But to cover the same thing on the same day is quite insane. I mean, we watched that with uh, Patrick Melton and uh, the Shuley Network the other day. On Friday, and I, I was losing my shit. I was really losing my shit. I'm like, you guys are literally covering the same thing. And that's the prop. That's the issue I had with my lost interest because most of these guys are lazy. They don't like to do any show prep. They just wait until my lost interest shits out a clip. Boom. Now it makes it on the show. And now we're just watching my lost interest clips. And these guys like... Surely specifically, and Steel Toe to a certain extent. Which, by the way, where's Steel Toe at? Who knows to win by two radio? Thank you, guys. Uh, if you haven't yet, we're, I'm going to play one more Steel Toe drop. Uh, subscribe to the Win by Two channel, please. Everybody else, thank you. go subscribe to Win by Two radio. <laughs> thank you, thank I like you, him. You. He's always uh, fun in the chat. He's always a good dude. He busts balls once in a while, but in a fun in way. In a fun way. Uh, surely specifically, like these guys do uh, absolutely zero prep. And I, I made a little compilation of, and this was just... I, we thought about this last night, and, uh, you know, I put this together, I mean, within like an hour. So, I mean, if I had more time, the compilation would probably be 25 minutes long. Uh, it's like a two-minute compilation we're going to play at the top of the show. 
Um, so we're going to get into the my loss interest stuff and who's covering them. And, you know, it's pretty much, I mean, my, my take has stayed the same and consistent throughout. There's no problem with the actual guy, MLI, but it's all the other hosts. We have to, you know, hold them to a better standard, in my opinion. Um, so we're going to get into that. Uh, we have some, and I was going to say steel. We have no steel toe. We have no steel toe. Steel toe is just not that interesting to me anymore, man. It's hard to watch a four and a half hour show of nothing. So no steel toe. Uh, we have Joey C's latest endeavor. Joey C has, well, he's got two latest endeavors and I can't wait to show you both. Uh, I can't wait to show both of them what that is to you guys. I'm very excited for that. Uh, we have a couple mentions uh, from this past week, a couple people mentioning us. We'll get into who was mentioning us. Were they saying good things? Were they saying bad things? We're going to get into all of that and more on today's show. Gino Bisconti, Keanu Thompson. Uh, we're going to get into as well today. Uh, let's see. We have a uh, super chat coming in from Soft Motherfucking Weekly. says, uh, report from 2024 New Year's Eve. Uh, John has, quote unquote, made love. To Kiki broke Gino's heart. Then, bing, bang, boom. He's in a hot tub with the Eimholtz and the Ricadas. I don't know about all that, but uh, Soft Weekly calling a shot there. Thank you, Soft, uh, for the five. We do appreciate that. I have a new drop, too. If we get any members today, I'm very excited to play that. It's corny as shit, but it's, I think it's, cool. it's better than the merch drop that I had. Uh, but, yeah, Soft calling a shot right off the top with this whole Keanu thing as of recent. Uh, look, I don't... Maybe, I mean, maybe it happens. Maybe that ha maybe that is a reality. How insane would that be, though? I'm sitting there yucking it up with the Ricadas and, and the Eimholtz. Gino's, like, jumping off a fucking bridge. He can't take it. Uh, very interesting. So we're going to get into the two. Uh, it, so that's a perfect segue, Soft. Yeah, we're going to get into the two. Uh, Keanu, last we left her, uh, well, obviously last we left her on the show, was, you know, she was, I guess, infatuated with yours truly, Win by Two. Who knows to Win by Two radio? And, uh, you know, we were watching and watching. You know, we met up in AC. The hangout was cool. It was fun. Fun show. Fun week. You know how the story goes. Um, but we get to a clip from Keanu and Gino. And Keanu's not too thrilled with Gino. Gino had one simple task. One simple task. And he couldn't even do his simple task as it uh, pertains to the wedding. So we're going to dive into that. A couple other uh, compound media clips. Chrissy Mayer had Anthony Cumi on. We're going to dive into it all, guys. We have a, a great show to get into. Buckle your seatbelts. We're going to be here for the next at least four hours. It's so great to see you guys. Uh, sorry I was a little bit late, but, you know, life gets in the way. I had obligations. I was hoping to uh, start the show by 11, but just a lot of shit going on this morning. So, um... But we're here. We made it back. And uh, thank you for joining me. We have we do have a great show to get into today. And I'm starting to sound like fucking Steel Toe. This has been a very fun show. Very fun show. Very fun week. Uh, I see Chow in the chat. Uh, a lot of people are mixed mixed feelings with me and Chow's new. Gino is fake, the chat says. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ch oh, my God. We're going to get into that, too. Yesterday's Gratcast. Gino grifting his little fucking. His little ass away. And then he brings Chad Zumach on, to which he completely cucks out. So I'm very excited for the Geno stuff. We're going to do that at the top. But yeah, uh, Chow, me and Chow started a new show. If you haven't yet, uh, if you've been living under a rock for the past week or so, started a new show called Tard Hunting. 
It is a Ray DeVito-centric show. When Ray goes live, we go live and we watch Ray meltdown. And kind of here, I want to bring this up, too. I wasn't going to show this. I had no intention of showing this. But I do want to bring this up right at the top. Because, Chow, we had a comment on one of these, uh, one of this Tard Hunting episodes. I think it was the first one. And I just want to show you guys. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know who this guy is. But let me see. Can I find the comment here? But the way he wrote this uh, comment, I mean, this guy might be a, a you know, an act, like a, a real doctor. Like, he might be a fucking psychologist or some shit. Now I can't fucking find it. Give me one second here. I wasn't going to uh, show this comment. I probably should have had that loaded up. All right, here we go. I think it's this one right here. Cool. All right, give that a second. All right. So read this. Uh, this is spot on. This is from Kenny P. Landers. Uh, now, this was a comment about 11 hours ago, I believe, on the first Tard Hunting episode. Again, uh, a new show. Well, it's kind of just a fuck-around show, right? It's just we're just having fun at Ray's expense. Ray's getting—I mean, his ego has blown the fuck up as of late, and we're here to—we're uh, the guy standing in Ray's way. So if not for nothing else, we can have some laughs at Ray DeVito's expense. But we get this comment in on Tard Hunting Episode 1 by Kenny P. Landers, or Landers. And this is spot the fuck on. So let's read it together, shall we? Uh, it says, Ray's narcissistic tendencies and need for attention are indicative of a pathological condition. Let's scroll over here. Come on. The most recent trigger was when someone dub, uh, someone doubted Ray's credibility. I got to zoom that out. Doubted Ray's cre uh, credibility as a comedian, a la Stuttering John. Well, oh, not that. There it is. Uh, the most recent trigger was when someone doubted Ray's credibility as a comedian. Uh, the individual experienced a state of psychosis, uh, psychosis characterized by verbal rumination. We've watched Ray, I mean, go through that a lot. He just constantly repeats himself when he's angry or he's, he's called out and put on the spot. I mean, I've coined this as, you know, Ray's time loop, being stuck in a Ray DeVito time loop. He gets caught up in these, these loops. And he just repeats and repeats and repeats and repeats. Uh, these, uh, so characterized by verbal rumination of violent thoughts, cognitive biases, uh, biases, uh, emotion regulation through fantasizing and disassociation expressions and psychotic idolization. Additionally, there was a public grandstanding with delusions of grandeur that sought public praise to fulfill the narcissist's need uh, for admiration for example attracting public um attracting public internet or i'm sorry uh, for example attracting public interest via social media i mean that couldn't be any more spot the fuck on and we've watched ray kind of do this over the last like i said three weeks his ego has blown up and he, he's big time in everyone now he's big time in stevie lou which is his pal it's big time in you know me and chow you know what I mean? It's like, Ray, we're on the same, if not, like, I'm, I'm a step above you in many ways. But I'm saying specifically in a show example, you know what I mean? Like, our show is practically, we do about the same number. So, I mean, what, what is, but that's the, uh, the delusions uh, that Ray lives in. And it's, it's really fascinating stuff. I do want to cover some of the Ray meltdown. We didn't get to that on Tard Hunting on, I think, Friday we did it. 
and it was the first uh, meltdown from Valentine's Day when I was live, and Ray melts down over stuttering John. He's almost in fucking tears, which is remarkable in and of itself. So we're going to get to all that as well. Um, so, yeah, that's what we got on the slate uh, today, guys. Welcome into the show. Again, uh, Dr. Landers, I should say, well put by Kenny as a doctor. I would concur with his diagnosis. Uh, my lost interest says, hey, that might be me. Who put that comment or who I'm talking about? Luck of the Bind, Night Creep says, I felt the cries of cocaine-fueled hobo clown. Gino still here. What, was Gino in the chat? Well, Gino, uh, don't go anywhere, Gino. We got coverage of you coming up. And uh, without further ado, so let's just get into it. I have a race song that just came out. I want to play at the top. Let's dive into a shot. Let's get the juices flowing, the blood going here. I feel great today. I'm in a great mood. I can't wait to do this show. <laughs> um, so let's get into it. This was put out by Greek Chorus or Geek Chorus. I'm sorry. Geek Chorus. And it is uh, the, the song title goes, You Don't Want an Angry Ray, a dabble verse song parody. And anytime there's a, a decent song parody, I feel the need that I want to play it, highlight it, and shout this person out. Go subscribe if they're doing song parodies. That's right. That's my fucking jam. We do song parodies as well. It's great. We have a song parody called uh, uh, B-Ray, which we did. It's off the Hackverse LP. So go check that out as well. Um, so, yeah, this is by Geek Chorus on YouTube. And uh, let's get into it, shall we, guys? My Lost Interest, don't go anywhere either. We have some coverage of you as well. Well, not coverage of you, but a clip I whipped up. Uh, all right, so check this out. This is You Don't Want an Angry Ray, a Dabbleverse song parody. If you guys are drinking with us today, please drink responsibly. Do not drink and drive. All that good stuff. Unless, of course, you have to. Well, then this podcast is not held responsible for any of the decisions you make in the real world. All right, let's check it out. Ray DeVito. Song parody. Here we go. We know who are these podcasts and the Shuli Network shows. Now Ray DeVito sees through the bullshit from a star sitting in the fourth row. He may come off dumb living off breadcrumbs, but he dips them in his own hot sauce. And when it's time to hit rock bottom every night, he sports a hoodie by Hugo Boss just because. You don't poke fun at his pink blanket. Better want your steak done great. Lay off about his living arrangements because you don't want an angry ray. Amazing. So good. Out of South California came the dabbler with his bloodshot eyes on KB. Desperate to impress his brand new dad. Score some points with Kate Meanie. Yeah, he went after Ray, thinking he's easy prey. Just imagine his surprise at the moment when Ray picked up his pen and ate his soul like Pennywise made him realize. Yeah, nothing wrong with his pink blanket or the mom that got him laid. Don't ask about the laundry basket because you don't want angry Ray. the chat room when Ray started laying down the facts. Turbo and Nitro, Jam and Amelanders, are the kids are a circus act. Dad John tried to attack, knowing Dad had his back, he bubbles jumped in the fray. But when the Rose Challenge dropped, John's mom weeded him off, cause all the stupid juice daddy sprayed. Now they say, 
Very southern vibes. Uh, but not so bad. We like it. Uh, we like it over here. Uh, we'll, would be proud, people are saying. Jim Croce would be dead within a year, Snookerman's saying. Stealth Chaos says Ray's, uh, Ray's bad, but he gets three times the views of this shit show, at least. Wow. God damn it. We have to keep trying, man. Thanks for pointing that out, Stealth Chaos. We pre Is that a Ray alt? I feel like that's Ray DeVito in his alt account. Fucker. Um, anyway... So that is what we got. So let's uh, let's dive into what we got uh, on the docket today. Uh, we have I mentioned my lost interest at the top. My lost interest is still here. Stick around, like I said. So you know I'm very frustrated, right? I'm very frustrated when it comes to again these hosts that just put in no effort to their show. They just pop on, expect super chats, and that's really the crux of their show. They might show you like a video on TikTok, a my lost interest clip. That's about it. I mean, that's the extent of the BS show. I just described in, like, two sentences what the BS show is. Ray DeVito, I mean, another prime example, although Ray doesn't even show you my lost interest clips. I think he's done it maybe once. Either which way, again, my problem isn't with you, my lost interest. I, I want to make that clear. We need more people like you. It's the host that put in no effort, that just use your shit. And, and at the very least, I said this on last show, but they should be paying you. They should, I mean be giving you something, some sort of compensation. Now I get it, it's just clips of other shows, so it's like, you know, well then do you gotta be paying other people? You know, you're making, so it's this whole thing, but if they're gonna use it, I mean, Shuli's been using your shit for like two months, every fucking show. I was astounded, like I went and did a search on the BS show, like a, a search through the transcript, a control F search through the transcript on the words, my lost interest on the BS show, and it's every goddamn show, every goddamn show. I mean, look it up for yourself. There's maybe like one time in the last two months he doesn't bring you up. So, like I said, on, I think it was Friday, Friday morning, I'm just hanging out, doing what I'm doing, chilling like a villain. And uh, I tune on, uh, I turn in, I tune, I can't even speak. I tune into the BS show, and what do you know? Boom, they're covering Steel Toe. All right, they're covering Steel Toe, My Lost Interest. There it is. And you can see the time at 10, 10 a.m., 10 10, 10, 10 in the morning. And then you go over to No Blake's Onions, because he was streaming in the morning, 10.02 a.m. So maybe I did NLO first, and then I guess Shuli. I had it backwards. Same clip, same My Lost Interest. I mean, it's like you could have just went to BYB and searched through the time code. You know what I mean? Like... That is what show prep is. 
And you guys should see my fucking tabs. It looks like AIDS. Anyone who's ever called me on Skype and we've done, like, show prep together, you've seen my tabs. It's bizarre. You know? I'm, and I said this on last show as well. Like, I'm subscribed to Patreons and Compounds and memberships and this and that. Because and, I don't want to... And it's no offense. I watch clips just to catch up, but I don't, I'm not using... I'm not solely basing my show on one clip channel. Because if my lost interest goes away tomorrow, what happens? So I compiled a little comp, uh, compilation of this my lost interest uh, phenomena that we've been experiencing over the last, I guess, month now, month and a half, give or take... And I want to play that for you guys here. So check this out. Uh, this is me. I put this all together. So uh, you could thank me or you could tell me it sucks. Either which way, we're going to be playing it. Uh, so enjoy. This is the phenomenon of my lost interest. Check it out. My main gripe was the hosts, who were too lazy to put in any sort of show prep or any sort of work into their show, that, and then just use my lost interest. That was my biggest gripe. Um, or we can watch uh, it's a four-minute clip from My Lost Interest. Uh, my screen name is My Lost Interest, and uh, I did all the editing myself. Uh, please play my lost interest with a drunk Chadley defending our very own Mike Morse. Oh, here we go. I mean, I'm, I'm watching this clip that my lost interest put together. This is from our pal, my lost interest. Uh, he's from. This is wild. My lost interest put together a clip. Uh, uh, and again, yeah. my lost interest. Uh, can't plug him enough. Best clipper out there. Go on uh, YouTube. Go on Twitter. Subscribe. Follow. Do all that stuff. All right, let me get to my lost interest because he's got some good stuff. And it's from my lost interest, so you know it's good. My, my lost, lost interest. interest. We have the option of watching uh, a couple my lost interest things. All right, boys, what do you think? My lost interest. They're saying there. Yeah, all right. My, my lost interest I mean, never lets us down. Amazing. He's, mm -hmm. he's the best out there. I've said it. Uh, I continue to say it. And uh, no matter what you guys say, two nickels stole my truck. Uh, my lost interest is uh, doing doing the best work out there. So go to his YouTube. So my lost interest made a clip, and I I don't even watch my lost interest clips before I watch them on the show anymore because they're always good. There is a clip from my lost interest. You don't need to watch John's show, by the way. You just need to watch My Lost Interest on YouTube. This is the only digestible version. All you need. All the rest of this is just shit, Kevin. Okay, there. Ooh, My Lost Interest. Uh, sorry, I got a My Lost Interest notification, and I always get really distracted. Peek up at that, like, by a My Lost Interest notification. Called, I'm not trying to call bullshit on uh, My Lost Interest. My Lost Interest like, I'm going to bust your balls, and I'm like, I'm just going to say I'm wrong. So I want to give a shout-out to um, My Lost Interest. Ever again, my lost interest. Just cranking these out. Yeah. All right, here we go. I got it. Oh, this is the my lost interest version. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh man. I'm very curious. What's that? Big fan of all the big fan of fucking my lost interest to, to clip the dabble verse. Every show is using a my lost interest clip. They start charging these motherfuckers. You know? Right, that's what I said on Thursday, and you could read. There are a total of 37 shows in Dabbleverse, 29 of which pull from the same clip or my lost interest. 
demand better. Hashtag Blade 2024. Let's make that happen. So, again, you know, I just wanted to highlight, like, you know, if we're watching all these guys cover the same clipper, there's going to be tons of overlap, and there's already been tons of overlap of it being they're covering the same shit at the same time. You're just watching the same show, right? So you're just giving money for people to watch, like, literally, like, just watch from a clipper. That's, I mean, it's, it's just bizarre. And, again, demand better in 2024, you know, and from everyone. Hold me accountable. I mean, if I start slacking off and I start covering fucking random clippers and all this shit, I mean, be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You know, um, but so, I mean, so no one is no one is talking about this. You know what I mean? I think Melton brought it up the other day on Friday for the first time because he even realizes how ridiculous it is. Again, uh, you know, we'll realize it eventually. I mean, just trust me on this. We will realize it in a, in a couple weeks that it's like, holy shit, man, this is this is bizarre. This is bizarre. Now, I have a Melton clip here. I forget what this is even entailing. Um. Okay, no, I don't even want to do this mountain clip, actually. So that's the extent of the MLI. And again, we need people to clip, so that's not the problem. It's everyone being doing the same thing. That's the issue. We didn't get that already. All right, so I want to get to a first mention, and while Dr. Chow's here, we could play this. They had on uh, Jersey Bill. You guys familiar with Bill from Jersey? Chad's number one fucking fan. <laughs> well, they give us a, a little shout-out. And I, I, this is something I saw last night. So again, uh, this is still very fresh. So I, I wanted to see, I, I did meet Jersey Bill in Atlantic City, was face to face with him, gave him a nice handshake. I mean, he seemed like a cool guy. I mean, he was practically up Mazer's wife's ass the entire time, but it's a different story for a different day. Uh, so I'm curious to see what Jersey Bill had to say about little old win by dose. Who knows the win by two radio? So without further ado, let's get into this shit. Now this is from Chow Mir, the Mir Musk program here that streams on YouTube. This is Mir Musk number 44. Wow, they've done 44 episodes already. That's way more than fucking K-Cuck. You guys remember that show? Where's K-Cuck been? We got to pull out a uh, walrus sighting. Have you seen this creature? Have you seen this sea creature in the last 30 days? If so, please dial uh, your local animal shelter, animal hospital. There's a walrus on the loose. So uh, let's get to it. This is Mere Musk, episode 44, Jersey, the Bill from Jersey interview. Again, Chad's number one fan. Does Bill like my show? Not that I really even give a shit, but, uh, you know, it's pertaining me, and I caught this. I thought it was pretty interesting. I wanted, I wanted to see Bill's outlook, right? Bill from Jersey? Does it hold any weight? Let's check it out. It's a little small, a little small one I have at the top here of the show. Let's, uh, let's dive into it. Right. And that that's what's popular now, so that's what people yeah. want, and that's not for me right now. I mean, I'll do the Ray stuff with uh, Win by Two, but uh, besides are, are, that, it's kind of... Are you a fan by Win by Two? So Mir was kind of leading the witness here, right? Mir, I, look, I know Mir doesn't like me. I know he he wishes death upon my soul. Uh, and the feeling's mutual, Mir, you know? Um, so Mir was trying to get Bill to be like, to start shitting on me. I, I, I know these tricks, Mir. I don't think I was born fucking 
I was born on a day, but not yesterday, as they say, right? Uh, but I see, I see your little fucking tricks you're doing, little mirror. Your beanie, your Calgary Flames beanie isn't going to fool me, man. What kind of beer is Mir drinking in the background? I just picked this, uh, picked up on this. Child, you know what kind of beer this is? Fruit? IPA? Or is that wine? Mir's a wine guy, huh? Interesting stuff, little Mir. I want to rap battle this guy, little Mir. Freestyle rap battle. I don't know. Three rounds. It could be prepared shit. I mean, nah, I mean... Yeah, no, no, fuck, I do, I do. I want a freestyle rap battle, Little Mirror. You know, if these guys are going to do fucking roast battles, let's do something musically. I'd do that shit. I'd school this motherfucker. Anyway, uh, let's get back into it. Little Mirror, Bill from Jersey, Little Mirror's leading the witness. I find that to be disingenuous. I see Again, I see your tricks. You don't fool me. There's Dr. Chow, uh, you know, fellow Tard Hunter. We salute all the Tard Hunters out there. Hashtag Tard Hunter. And again, Bill from Jersey. I've watched it a couple of times. Um, I don't dislike the guy. I, he was in AC too. He was at Chat Show. Oh right. shit! Did you talk to him at all or no? Yeah. So now we've had multiple reports. We've had actually conflicting reports about was I in AC? Was I not in AC? There's been many people who've verified I was in AC, but it's two people who just can't, I guess, come to grips that I actually was there. I mean, I don't know what the case is, but like Tukey and Ray, like they swear I wasn't there. But again, I mean, right out from uh, Bill's mouth here, verified was in AC. I he was in AC too. He was at Chat Show. Oh right shit! On. Did you talk to him at all or no? Yeah, because I saw him right away, and he was actually really cool. He was chill. Thanks. He uh, he kind of, and it was like Stutter and John, like Stutter and John. Wow, like compare me to Stutter and John. Talks about him being a drunk and all that stuff, and that's fine. But when he was at the show, he was pretty laid back, and he just hung out. Like he was meeting the fans, taking pictures with people. Right. Like like he wasn't this over the top you know, guy like he is on, you know, when they watch him on the Shuli network and everything. It's a fucking um, character. He yeah, he was, he was, and he was very, he was actually pretty nice. I sat there, I talked to him for some time and he sat there and he talked to people. He wasn't bigger than the situation. You know, he, mm -hmm. he, he was, he was, and I understand it. I mean, the dude's a mess. He's a buffoon, but like Jesus. when you meet him in person, he was fine yeah. enough to sit there and have a conversation with him. Right. You know, and John was the same with John was nice. John was nice. I went right up to him. I said, Hey, I'm Bill from Jersey. You know, I said, Yeah, I gotta use my stupid handle. I'm like, You're John, right? Win by two. And I shook his hand because he's here from Jersey too. Yeah. Represent uh -huh. that's a that's a borderline docs, by the way, uh, Bill. Borderline docs, but all right, we'll roll with it. Not too uh I'm not gonna like hold you to that or whatever. I mean, Jersey is a big place after all, but um, but yeah, he he's he's in. I've watched a couple of shows and been interested at it. I just don't ever know when he's really on. Okay, I, Wednesdays and Sundays for people who are new here. They don't really watch the show. You're just finding the show. You want to hate watch the show, whatever the case may be. Wednesdays, Sundays, typically in the morning times, and then every time Ray Devito goes live as well. That's the Tard Hunting, but that's way different from this show. All right, so Bill, that's to answer your question. Wednesdays, Sundays, WS. I don't, and his whole red bar kind of setup was kind of like throwing off at the, you know, at the beginning. Cause I'm like, all right, so he's another guy, the correlation to red bar. Okay. I got it. I'm taking notes. Trying to be like, like got people are trying to be like red bar, but he is like being like red bar. Like, Oh my God. See, that's going to piss off John. You yeah, can't what say the fuck, that, man. What the fuck, Bill? You're, I mean, again, you didn't say this to my face, Billy, Billy Bob. 
This is, I mean, infuriating. No, I'm just kidding. It's not really that serious. You know what I mean? It's not really that deep. I don't care. Um, I, I get it, right? You know? It's like the TV. is like people see a TV and they're like, oh, my God, you're doing Red Bar. Ah! It's like pump the brakes. You know, Red Bar didn't invent the TV. So, uh, but, but I get it, right? You know? Uh, you know, I, I, a part of me takes it as a compliment. I mean, I know I, I produce a, a, a good show, so, and that's what, uh, you know, is inspiring about Red Bar, if you want the honest truth. His ability to put on a well-produced show. That's what I always enjoy, because there's not really too many other shows on a production level like that. So that's, you know, yeah, that's, there's nothing wrong with that, I don't, I don't think, but... Some people have issues with it so much so they're like fucking wanting to kill me. It's like, all right, settle the fuck down. We're just watching Bill from Jersey here. There's not that deep. Anyway, back to these guys. Man, well, I know. I know. <laughs> the funny thing, I know this. I've been. I don't think that anymore. I as yeah. since I've watched his shows and I saw okay. his style. Just his setup is that way. Just because it's set up that way doesn't mean he's re- he's not Red Bar. He's not. It's a good trigger word, but it doesn't. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's funny because I've done his show a handful of times, uh, and and I've talked to him and done a little pre prep on stuff we've done. Right. And dude, he doesn't even know anything about Red Bar. Like I'll reference because I've yeah. been watching Red yeah. Bar forever. So I'll be like, dude, what about, like, do you remember when, like, they did this, this? And, like, he's like, dude, I just found out about Red Bar in, like, 2021. Yeah. So, I mean, like, he yeah, probably like Late 2020, early 2021 uh, was the first knowledge I had uh, to, to Red Bar at all. Before that, it was mainly, like, Joe Rogan and Chris D'Elia, and even though that's insane. But that was before the allegations. Uh, it, it was just all what YouTube recommended. That was my extent of what I watched. And then... Much like Steel Toe, Red Bar, boom, there he was in the algorithm. What the fuck is this? He was covering a Joey Diaz Xanax clip. It was fascinating. Really fascinating. But yeah, that was probably, I want to say probably like summer of 2020. Yeah, something like that. He is inspired by him, but at the same point, like, he doesn't know, like, a bunch of the shit about Red right. Bar. Not, like, he doesn't not, know Ray was on right. Red Bar and all this different. So anyway, so it's like. You know what? If funny. he wasn't a visual show, you would never think it. You would never think that, cool. but because Thanks. of his visualization and the setup is kind of like that whole red bar setup with the stuff in the back. People automatically uh, okay. think, that, and that's what I thought too. Until I watched him a couple times, and I'm like, no, this isn't this isn't red bar. Like, it's See, I feel like that's very surface. Like, I feel like maybe if you tune into the show once and you see it, you, you're like, holy shit, what the fuck? You know, there's a uh, copycats going on here. But um, once you like get into the show, you realize like what the fuck it's about. My show, I'm saying. You know, so maybe I think that's what Bill is trying to d- describe here is at first, at a first glance, it seems as one way, but then you watch it, it's another way. That's right. I mean, you can't always judge a book by its cover. Right, Bill? It's like, you know, you didn't say this to my fucking face, Bill. You could have said this to my face. I'm just kidding. I, you know what I mean? It's not even that deep. A different style. It, it's, I, I, I respect the dude. No, he's funny as fuck, dude. I, oh, wow. I yeah, he is. He's a funny dude. Oh, I'm he's... funny now. What kind of funny? Like funny, haha, funny? Funny, do I amuse you? I mean, what kind of funny am I? Speak, Mir. I mean, you look stumped, for Christ's sake. <clears throat> Unfucking believable. This is how we're going to end it. I'm a funny guy. That leaves a bad taste in my mouth, to be quite honest with you. Anytime you get called a funny guy, it's like, ugh. 
Don't call me funny. I want to be referred to as a funny guy or a fun guy. This has been a very fun show. Very fun show. Very fun week. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, according to Little Mirror and Bill from Yezzy, I'm a fun guy. Oh, my God! Unreal stuff, guys. Uh, yeah, check out. That's Mirror Musk, episode 44. They crank out episodes faster than my lost interest cranks out clips. Uh, it's quite the spectacle, to be quite honest with you. Bubs S says, someone suggest this for the next Red Bar in the wild, and you could get $100 from Mike. Sweet. Tell Mike he can keep his money, though. You know what I mean? Um, I don't need the cash. Gay Bar is watching, they're saying. You're a mushroom. K. McDuck's putting... I was going to remove... K. McDuck, I was going to remove that. Over the weekend, I put um, Gino... Gina Biscunting in as an emoji, and I was going to remove the little mirror one, but I'm so glad I didn't. Uh, if he says Ray does it... Ray doesn't understand the emasculation with that fork thing. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I mean, insane. Stephen M says, funny like a clown. Yeah, well, uh, it's Ray Bar, Dr. Chopin Mega G says. This is more dry bar than red bar, says Stealth Chaos. My last interest uh, says, any, cri any criticism is self-criticism. Guinea the lawyer. Um, all right, yeah, so... That was uh, Mirror Musk I wanted to touch on at the top of the show. I want to get into some of this compound drama specifically relating to Gino and Keanu. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, Gino has – Keanu, they're getting married, right? They're getting married, I think, probably – I don't actually know when, probably in the fall, I think is what they said. And now, so they're getting ready. They're – trying to send out invitations to the wedding and trying to get, you know, a head count of who's coming. Uh, you know, they're trying to get out the save the date. And Keanu's doing all the work behind the scenes. And Gino was instructed to do one thing, was instructed to do one thing. And that was simple, simple. Pick up the stamps. That's all I need you to do. Pick up the stamps. Takes about five minutes out of your day going to the post office or just order them from Amazon. Just go to Amazon, type in stamps, and you could probably have it same day delivered. But somehow Gino's like so, I like I don't know what his, like I don't know what like what is Gino's what is so important that Gino is doing on a daily basis that he can't take five minutes out to go get stamps. So Keanu was a little pissed at this, and I thought this to be interesting, given the current situation that I find myself in as it pertains to these two. Um, so let's watch this. This is uh, Chrissy and Keanu on the Anthony Cumia show on Monday, the stamp debacle. And this is Keanu being a little pissy with her betrothed, Gino Bisconti, a.k.a. Gino's a bitch. Is, you know, Gino's, Gino's a, a bitch. bitch. Let's watch. I gave, um, I gave, uh, I gave um I gave uh my save the dates to uh oh, uh well I would have brought yours here too because Visconti is having uh he procrastinates he knows where to get the stamps it's the one job I gave him but I gave the booth boys their their save Wait, the dates okay. one job right just one simple task get the stamps very easy mailed on the first request for the wedding it's the one thing I asked mail these oh boy Gina. still hasn't um, <laughs> oh boy. 
Did he hold on? Did he have to obtain the addresses as well? Or he literally just had to get the stamps? Uh, we sat there. I got the I said, ask this person, this person, this person. He got some of the addresses too. his family. Um, so we sat there. That's probably and then, the most annoying task. Is, yeah. Is collecting addresses. And we still don't have all of them, but I'm like, why don't we mail the ones that we fucking have, dude? And then, so I just brought them yeah. to the booth. Boys. Because Visconti <laughs> said he would get stamps and I don't know where to get them. I gave him one job, uh, Garrett. All right. The easiest job. <laughs> well, it's like Keanu again, you know, you know, that's not no excuse. I don't know where to get stamps. I mean, we're in 2024. You don't know where, you don't know how to acquire. And I get it. You, you want to have Gino do one thing. And this is his one task, and he failed miserably at. But, you know, I, I don't, you know, come on. You know where to get stamps. It's not like you're digging for gold or, I mean, trying to find plutonium. It's stamps. You know what I mean? Stamps. Amazon, post office, simple. I mean, probably you can go to the dollar store and get stamps. This is not like you're, you know. Anything more crazier than that? Uh, sorry, let's keep listening. And he couldn't even complete that one. No, yes. You know you yet. can order stamps online and they'll oh. ship to your house, too? <sighs> I just wanted him to take the initiative and do one thing. You know you can it. get them at any convenience store, pretty much. Mm. I think Dwayne Reed's or even Bodega's. I know I could Google it and find them. I wanted him to do it. And then yeah. I thought I'd see you all here anyway. Let me just give them to you. It might make him do it uh but he did order my valentine's day rug today so that's nice of him so the- for valentine's day wow look at chrissy's face there for valentine's day gino's big now i don't know if keanu asked for this but if she didn't ask for this it would be even more of a cringe fucking gift he got her a valentine's day rug with her name on it or probably miss Bisconti. i don't know it's probably the love of my life. Welcome in to the Biscontis. You know what I mean? It was probably like that kind of rug. But what, I mean, what, did, what a shitty Valentine's Day present. What happened to the ch- uh, like chocolates and flowers and a fucking diamond pendant? Dr. Chow, you know what I'm talking about with diamond pendants. You got her a rug? A rug. You seriously got her a rug? I mean, holy shit, man. Holy fucking shit. I mean, what else could you get a, a woman for Valentine's Day? You know, take her out shopping. Here, babe, take the credit card out for the day. You know what I mean? Have at it. Have at it. It's Valentine's Day. A rug. You got her a rug. A place, a, 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 an object where it just is walked on. There's dirt that is being tracked on this rug. So it, your gift is the equivalent to dirt. Essentially, a rug is no different than dirt. So that's what you got her—a rug. Interesting. Keep watching. This whole oh, office me. where they just sell stamps. It's a. It's called the post, post office. office. Yeah, it's, it's icky <laughs> in there. We don't like it. If only the world's biggest post office wasn't a block away from here. Listen. <laughs> so that's even more insane. So uh, there's a uh, from Compound Media headquarters. There's a post office. I guess the world's biggest post office is only one block away from Compound. Gino's at Compound four days a week, and I'm I'm sure it wasn't just this week. She asked gino to get the stamps so this has probably been ongoing for at least i'd say a month probably more so it's like you know were you just lazy or you just don't care either which way it's like you know 
pretty bad. I mean, you didn't have to go to the post office again. You could just order them online. Oh, right. Isn't it near Penn Station? <laughs> I'm from South Carolina. I'm I'm not a cartographer. I ca probably couldn't find my way there anyway. All right. A cartographer. So no, how dare saying, you? Gino I didn't make the a... map of New York. All right. No, Gino's a block away every yes. day. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. no. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll just mail him. I don't even. Now I just want to fucking text everybody the invitation. I'm like, this was such a farce. We asked everybody for their addresses like eight weeks ago. They're like, guess we're not invited anymore. I'm like, no. Aww. It's just been a stamp debacle. <laughs> wow, the stamp debacle. There you have it. Uh, so pretty remarkable stuff. Again, one task Gino had for the wedding is to get stamps. And uh, I guess he, he either refused, he thought he was better than the stamps, or he was too lazy. Either which option is pretty bad. Or he just forgot, and maybe because it's in his older age that maybe he's developing some sort of uh, early onset of Alzheimer's syndrome. Dr. Chow, again, you can attest to this. Uh, you know, I'm not the doctor around here. I don't have the medical degree. But, I mean, is it Alzheimer's or is he just doesn't care? You know, either which way. Uh, sticking on Gino, though, I want to go into this uh, Gratcast 31. This was from uh, yesterday. Now, Gino's, I mean, recently a lot trying to insert himself into the Dabbleverse, which is fine, right? There's no issue with that. Again, this has always been my issue with people like Aaron and Gino. When they claim that they're better than or they're above whatever it is that they're trying to get into. And in this instance, it is the Dabbleverse. They claim that they're better than the Dabbleverse. They're above the Dabbleverse. They don't need the Dabbleverse. But every time you tune into a Gino show or a Steel Toast uh, show... When they're not covering my lost interest clips, they're having on guys like Tukey and Stuttering John, and Aaron's trying to get Stuttering John and Chad on the show, and they're covering Kevin Brennan's show. And it's like, okay, so you do want this. So stop acting as if you're somehow like ab above all of this, because you're not. You're in the same boat. You're in the same boat as the rest of us, whether you choose to acknowledge that or not. So, you know, again, I hate this grandstanding that these motherfuckers do. It's, it's, it's so fucking lame. It's like just, it is what it is, man. It is what the fuck it is. Uh, so Gino has on Tukey yesterday. Now, Tukey is like uh, B. Dabbler. Again, I'm not a huge fan of B. Dabbler or anyone for that matter who does cosplay. It's just I'm not a fan of cosplay. Maybe that's for other people. It's just not for me. Um... And so Gino has him on it and be dabbler like that's all he does like he's stuttering John centric like that's a lot of his show revolves around what stuttering John is doing or Shuli or Ray dabble verse related. So you have on somebody that's dabble verse centric. Uh, so they're going to bring us up a couple times and then they're going to also uh, bring up a few other things that was pretty interesting. I got to pull up my notes here, but let's just uh, watch a little bit of this. I'm going to go to about the 20-minute mark and just let it play. Actually, let me refresh it before I play it so it doesn't It's like, I'm going, and I'm drunk, right, and I'm go. like, you're not fucking going. Why would you go there? She's like, it's going to be fun. And I'm like, fine, go. And then she came back, and everything she said, I'm like, I was wrong. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because all the people that went out, and I'm unlike fucking, you know, people like uh, the human cankers who are Captain Miserable, they were great, weren't they, Tukey? Mm -hmm. Yes, it was fantastic. Was Keanu there for the Bob? Uh, yes, Kevin fight. She was Keanu there. 
oh. was hanging out with that guy. Uh, uh, God, God, I know. Oh, God. What's his name again? Oh, that guy. You know, the guy. Something with a two, maybe. Um, Come on, guys. Help me out here. I, I mean, I can't. It's like Jake or something. Don, is it? He has like a, a last name that's pretty. It's equivalent to a famous last. I mean, I can't think of it. Maybe he goes by. Win something? I, I, I don't know. These motherfuckers and the way they, they big time. It's like, again, Gino, like we're on the. And if not for. I mean, I might actually be a bigger show than Gradcast. And you've been doing this for way longer than I have. I mean, when they, Ray and now Gino, I mean, I just feel slighted. I mean, this whole past week, I, I, I mean, really slighted. I mean, I really don't give a shit at the end of the day. It's Gino and Ray DeVito. I mean, do I, you know, it's not that serious, but at, I mean, it is that serious motherfucker. You're not going to big time me. Who do you think you are with a puppet on looking like a fucking, I don't even know what you look like. Blues Clues, Steve from Blues Clues. I don't even know how that's a, a reference in this, but we're just going to roll with it and act like that made sense. Just follow along. Who are you to big time me, Gino? I mean, again, where was this? Where was this? Live, in person. Well, let's just hear him out, and I'll get to uh, more of my thoughts on this fucking degenerate. She was Yanu! Oh. Was hanging out with that guy, uh, God, God, I know John DiCaprio. Ah, like, I, did, I don't want to call him win by two. Radio. Oh, win by two. I wasn't playing a game. And oh, I met another him. And I there's met another one him. that was apparently there, but I never saw him. Yeah, yeah, because you were upstairs doing gay puppet weird butt sex with Patrick Melton. I'm a fucking dork nerd. Yes, you are, both of you. I was down there. I was mingling, drinking, smoking. Gambling. I was doing it all. I was doing the nasty. And, uh, you know, where were you? That's my question. Where the fuck were you? You were in Patrick's room doing God knows what. Oh, he's another one that uh, was in Atlantic City, but I didn't see him. Yeah, because your fucking sock puppet was up Patrick Melton's fucking keister. You green fucking weirdo. Take the puppet off. We've all seen your face by now, and just expose yourself in the flesh. It feels better. Because it is interesting, right? B. Dabbler, he's been doing, uh, like, he's been showing his face a lot more. But yet he still hides behind the mask and the puppet. So it's like a part of him wants to be this guy who, be himself, right, in front of the camera. But uh, another part of him is still... I, I guess uh, ashamed of his looks. I, I mean, I don't. I really don't know what the answer is, to be quite honest with you. You know, it, it's just to me. I, again, I, I've stayed pretty consistent with this. I just I'm not a fan of cosplay unless it's Halloween, and really that it, there comes a certain point in time where it's like, all right, you're 57 years old. Why are you still dressing up like fucking the Powerpuff Girls? You know, there comes a point in time. It's like you just actually might dressing up like a fucking chick. You know. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, just like Tukey, B-Dab, whatever the fuck your name is, Rocco, Rocco, Rocco! We've all seen your face. 
throw the puppet out. Throw the mask out. Burn it. Do it a, a ceremonial burn with all your fucking masks and puppets. And then and only then will I rally around the one they call B-Dappler. But until that point, you don't get my support. Rocco! Yeah, a lot of these guys, they showed up and they didn't make it known, I guess, that to other people. I that- mean, what, the, what, what do you want me to do? You want me to walk in the Brigade and be like, Yo! Party see ya! Wimba 2! In the motherfucking building. I mean, what, what is it that you expect me to do? And again, you wouldn't even know because again, you're upstairs fucking fingering Patrick Mountain's toes or whatever, <laughs> you know? They were there or something. They were only there for a short time. I guess yeah. Win by Two was only there for a couple hours, but I never About saw him. eight. He was there. Yes. Uh, he came to the comedy show. And and like, he's another one that wants to be a red bar because- Oh God, these red bar. Bleh. <laughs> you know, it's like, fuck, man. Have something else. Have something else. You've been saying this. You specifically. I, I can understand Bill from Jersey, right? But, Gino, you've been saying this for a year. A year. Come up with something better. You have nothing else in, in the in the gas tank? You can't call me fucking stupid looking or short or a midget? I don't know. It's just like. I try to come up with something different every time. How many, like, imagine if I just, every time I, I was covering Gino, I was like, oh, this, all this guy does is jump rope. You'd be like, yeah, you said that back in May. You know? Let's keep watching. He, come to, he came to the comedy show, and I'll say exactly what I said, because it's so funny. And a guy even texted me after I did El Harible's show. He's like, it's like, yeah, Gene, the reason you you talk so much and so quickly is because your story has never changed in two years. And uh, here's my story from that. Uh, he walked into the bar and I recognized him and I fanboyed on this little fucking newbie to the really? dabble. Wow. Like, so now I'm a newbie, the red bar. It's like, again, where was this in person? Like you weren't saying this shit when you were buying me shots. No, but what Gino's mad at, and we're gonna, I'm going to show you guys in a second. I made a little short. Uh, a short YouTube video, that is. And um, here, we'll play it. So on last Sunday's show, the AC uh, AC trip part two, I because de- uh, I demanded an apology from Gino because that Friday, last Friday it was, Gino was on his show calling me all the names in the book. A cunt, a bitch, all the names, right? So I go on my show on Sunday. I'm like, Gino, we need an apology. To which then he goes on in hot water and apologizes. I make the clip about it, stating that, listen, Gino, like, we're going to need the apology, all that, right? I set it up. But this isn't, like, uh, the start of a new friendship. We're not drinking buddies. We're not pals. I'll just show you guys real quick. So this is what Gino's, ups- uh, I guess, upset about. I mean, I have no idea, to be quite honest with you. Uh, but, well, no, I do have an idea. So this is what Gino's upset about. Let's watch I want an apology from you, Gino. Commit to a bit without saying, this is the bit where I act like a cunt. So, again, let's get on this by tomorrow's In Hot Water, the next grad cast. Figure it out. There's a guy named John DiCaprio, and I get so worked up, I yell at him, and I apologize, John, because when he came out, he's a 31-year-old kid who has a stream on the YouTube, and I was, like, fanboying. I'm like, Keanu, it's John. Kid's great. Sorry I called you out in my stream. You're fucking great. I'm willing to uh, I'm willing to accept the apology for the remarks you made on your show. I 
understand uh, you didn't know what you were dealing with, and then you met me in person. You're like, holy shit, this guy's crazy. Again, I, I want to preface this by saying by people who watch this show, and you're like, what the fuck, man? Are you going to really be teaming up with these? No. Anybody who's willing to uh, lay on the sword and admit their wrongs. I'm willing to listen to. We'll see where it goes. We're not pals. We're not drinking buddies. Just because we met one time in person. This is not a friendship in the making. Right? Sorry, I want to rest assured that we're not going to be best pals doing jump rope together. All right? Get that through your head, Gino. So, I mean, pretty straightforward, pretty self-explanatory. He apologized. But again, I'm just setting the ground rules that this isn't, uh, you know, something bigger than what it already is. And this is what sends Gino into a fucking spiral. Keanu, it's John! And so, of course, I went on air and apologized for shitting on him on a recent stream. And he fucking dabbles it up. And he's like, oh, my God, you apologize. But he was there. Uh, him and Keanu were watching fucking the fight. And he filmed it. And when he was at my show, I was laughing, saying, you can record me, dude. I'm like, because, you know, I'm doing 45 minutes of, like, I'll say it again. I have an hour 15 now. Because, trust me, that's not a humble brag. Because I haven't. I've been doing the same. So Gino says he has an hour and 15, hour and 15 minutes of comedy. Uh, you know, I would probably have to respectfully, I'd say you probably have like 10 minutes. I'd have to disagree with that. You don't have an, I, like I watched your almost hour set and it was, I mean, can one call crowd work? Like, can you, does that constitute as a set? Does that constitute as comedy? You're just doing crowd work. It's like Bob Lee. If Bob Levy said he had 45 minutes, it's like, yeah, I mean, you might be able to do 45 minutes, but it's just crowd work. Is that, does that, you know what I mean? Does that constitute as, as material? I don't think so. But Gino swears he has an hour and 15 minutes. I didn't see it in AC. Max, since just before the fucking, you know, but, like I had now I'm in 2017 in 2019 I had 45 minutes and then the world shut down and now I keep fucking just doing it when I get up because I don't do the clubs as much and it's like an hour 15 but I'll do whatever I want from it if they want to record it what do I fucking care mm -hmm. you know uh Chad goes up and he's like I'm not doing my album stuff Melton showed his album stuff thank god he didn't do that but he doesn't do Gino's another Melton fucking simp simp embarrassing dude it's embarrassing the simp for another grown fat man is just it, you should be you should be ashamed of yourself quite honestly probably never show yourself on camera again you pathetic weasel of a man stand up he just says he does stand up thoughts Tukey. again the, chad was actually uh, this might be a fucking hot take but chad was actually better than gino in atlantic city that's a fucking fact I mean, I witnessed it with my own two eyes. You can spark it up and I'ma put you out. I witnessed it with my own two eyes. Even though Chad did recycled material and it wasn't even all of that, like it was his old Kmart ready shit. It was at least like set up in a way as like a, a comedian would deliver a joke. Gino's was just, I mean, literally what you see is what you get with Gino. I mean, that's just a fact. That's a fucking fact. Like, you know, comics these days, man. Uh, comics back in the day would probably be rolling over in their grave at at the thought of what comedy has turned. It's turned into a, a just a shit show anymore. You know? These guys think crowd work is like material. But it's it's just not.
you know? Um, and I'm not a comic. I never claimed to be a comic. But just observing and being a fan of comedy at one point in my life, when I was way younger and more naive, before I understood what the fuck was going on in front of me, it's like, you know, you'd watch people like some of the greats when they deliver George Carlin, Dave Chappelle, Andrew Dice Clay, like a lot of these guys, you know, the way they craft a joke, they take you on this journey and this ride and you, you don't know where the punchline is and you're on the edge of your seat waiting. And just when you thought you figured out their fucking, their bit and their punchline, boom, you're hit with the fucking... You're hit with the joke, and you don't even see it coming. Dave Chappelle did this brilliantly back in, like, 21, I think, one of his most recent specials, where he tells you at the front of his special he's going to be doing this joke. Like, he, he, he delivered a joke, and then he told you he was going to be doing, like, the same punchline or something similar later on in the set. And we're not even going to see it. Like, the audience wasn't even going to see it coming, and that's exactly what he did, and it was brilliant. That, to me, is like comedy. This is just, you're just on stage rambling. You know what I mean? You're just drunk rambling. So as it pertains to you versus Chad, who was better in AC? I'd give the knock to Chad. I, I nod, I, I'd say Chad got that one. And it wasn't because Chad was brilliant and was doing new material and it was crushing and he had the room. I mean, Chad at least like had like some sort of jokes or or things that resembled a joke again Gino was doing things about Jimmy Fallon and Stephen Colbert it's like we've heard this on every episode of In Hot Water and Gradcast for that matter so again people hate Chad and want to shit on Chad and be real quick to pile on Chad because it's trendy and cool but I was there I witnessed it with my own two eyes now again I, I want to preface this by saying it wasn't like, he didn't crush. Chad didn't crush, but it was better than Gino's. Uh, so here, let's finish out this. We have a couple yes, more. Yes, uh, it all stinks. All the stand up in this world, in this community, seems to stink. But uh, you know, I give I give you guys credit for going up there and stuff. But it just seems like comedy is changing now that we have these live streams. It's almost like yeah. I mean, comedy has changed. I mean, it really has. You know, it's not if you're funny or talented anymore. It's just, are you able to draw ass in seats and can you get views? The funny is like secondary now at this point. But um, I, I want to go, I want to find this Frankie. They bring Frankie McDonald on and I want to show you guys Tukey's interaction with Frankie because he was very nice to Frankie, which is going to come back when we watch Pat Dixon coming up here in a little bit. Uh, because he was shitting on Frankie just a couple days earlier. So I found this to be interesting. It's like, you know, where was this energy when he was in front of your face? Oh, ho, 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 ho. do you want to know who it was? Frankie. Frankie hey, McDonald, everyone. Doing, How are you, buddy? I'm, I'm doing great so far. And Chrissy Mayer's doing great so far. And so is whatever you need. Now, Frankie, this is my good friend, Tukey. Do you, are you familiar with Tukey the Puppet? Toki is a nice guy. He's going to be on Compound Media one of these days. Yes. Yeah. We're trying to get him to come into the studio, but he lives in uh he lives in Den he lives in Denver. What's the weather for Denver, Frankie? In Denver, Colorado. 
Yes, please let me know. I don't even have my Chinese food or Pepsi Cola yet, Frankie. <laughs> Over Denver, Colorado. What's the weather there right now? Over Denver, Colorado. It's it's going to be getting really warm in Denver next week. It's going to bring lots of rain on Thursday in Denver, Colorado. Rain? Rain? You're yeah. telling me rain? Frankie is the bearer of bad news. Now, Tukey, uh, Frankie, yeah. do my friend Tukey a favor. We were talking about Pat Dixon. Tukey doesn't know why Pat Dixon was fired from Compound Media. Can you he tell punched, him? He punched Chino in the face and took drugs. <laughs> what? That is so they, you know, Gino's been parading this Frankie McDonald around. I, you know, I, I do, I, I do feel a little bit bad for this guy because he just gets used and abused. I mean, he probably doesn't get paid for any of his appearances. We should start that hashtag. Hashtag pay Frankie McDonald. Justice for Frankie McDonald's bank account. You know, he, he's on every episode of In Hot Water. He has to put up with your nonsense. He makes videos for you guys, and you don't pay him a fucking single cent. And if you do, then, you know, pay him more. Uh, but I'd, I'd venture to guess you don't pay him, which is like, uh, you know, handicap abuse. I don't even know if that's a thing, but it sounded good in the moment. So you see Tukey, though, very nice to Frankie. He's not really calling him a retard or anything like that. Keep that in mind because this is going to come back. This is going to be uh, – we're going to do a call back when we watch Pat Dixon because Tukey was calling this guy, I mean, all the nasty names in the book. Uh, let's go to 142.50. So I think Chad was in the chat. Chad was also live during this, and Gina was talking shit on Chad. He was posturing because Tukey doesn't like Chad, right? B-Dabbler, Rocco, I should say. Rocco doesn't like Chad. And uh, they thought, you know, they would pile up and, and team up and, and shit on Chad. And Chad came up into the chat and was like, yo, man, motherfucker, send me the link. You want to you wanna talk this shit? Send me the link and let's talk it out in person. To which uh, Gino, like, was backing down, wanted no parts of Chad. Again, you're talking all this shit. And someone's like, yo, send me the link. And you're like, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. It, it just makes you look like a bitch. Henceforth, the name Gino's a fucking bitch. Yes, you know, Gino's a bitch. Thank you. Um, so we'll go to 142.50 here and watch this unfold. And then Gino's going to do this weird grift that I don't think too many people caught in the moment. Maybe a couple people did. I know Peter Sky Parker, and I think the Klein host was another one who was calling Gino out for this. But, um... Like Gino, like all of Gino's fucking dumb fucking moderators, like, like they encourage this sort of behavior. Not to mention they block you if if you have anything that like you don't even have to spam their chat. They they'll just block you if you don't, if they don't like what you're saying. If it's not pro Gino, rest assured you will be kicked from their chat. Now this is like Mister Free Speech, right? Mister Fuck Fauci, Mister Fuck Biden which I wouldn't even necessarily disagree with. But if you're going to take on the role as Mr. Fucking America, Mr. Free Speech, and you're blocking people in YouTube live chats for harmless chats, I mean, it's just, it's, you're not what you say you are. You're a pathetic weasel of a man. Uh, all right, so 142.50, uh, watch this grift unfold. Hey, what, Chad? I'll come on your stream. 
I'll come on your stream. So I'm, I'm not letting him in. You guys can all leave. Tukey's gone. We're just going to watch me shit on Pat. And then we're going to go. But look. Now, again, his like entire chat is like, yo, send Chad the link. Chad, Chad, Chad. Well, they do. It's not. I don't have anything here. Yeah. I mean, this was one person saying stream Chad now. But there was a bunch of people saying get Chad in here. And Gino's like, oh, I'm just going to shit on Pat Dixon. It's like, you just shit on Chad. And he's there. You know, it, it just, you you looked very fucking pathetic in this situation. I mean, not that, you know, you ever looked, like, not pathetic, but in this instance, you looked worse than you've ever had before. Ever. And then we'll get to the Super Chats. Look, tell you what, tell you what. How are we doing on Super Chats? Look, I'll play your game. Fucking 100 bucks more, and I'll, I'll let Chad in. Wow, $100, and I will let Chad in. Talk about a grift alert. It's like, just let Chad in. Why do you need our why do you need our money? Just let Chad in. If you would have just let Chad in when people were asking, you would have gotten, I mean, a ton of super chats. So now you're like, you have stipulations on how you're going to get Chad into this show. You need a hundred dollars that bad. You're willing to grift your way. To get, I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, talk about pathetic. I, I, there's really no other word to describe it here. We'll get to the super chats. Look, tell you what, tell you what, how are we doing on super chats? Watch, he's gonna do this like, send me a hundred, I'll get Chad in, but I don't need your money. Well, it's like, well, then why did you even look? I'll play your game, fucking a hundred bucks more, and I'll, I'll let Chad in. There you go. And I don't want your money, I don't want your to money, let Chad in. But do you understand? The, the... I don't want your money to let Chad in, but I just, made a, uh, a you know a bargain or a bribe for a hundred bucks I'll let Chad in I don't want your money then why even say it you know what I mean let's go back and watch super chats look I'll play your game fucking a hundred bucks more and I'll I'll let Chad in there you I go don't want your money. And I don't want your money to let Chad in but do you understand the the point I'm making is I told you everything I need to know about Chad let me pay Chad a compliment Chad fucking uh See, Pat and again, Gino talks so fucking fast. Like, it's like you have to, like, really be paying attention to what it is he is saying. So to the average folk in his chat, producer Robert and a lot of these other fucking weird incels, uh, you know, they they have no idea what the fuck is going on. They're they're trying to process what happened five minutes ago. I mean, this is a this is a grift alert. This is I mean, a grift alert in its truest sense. Send me a hundred for Chad. Oh, I don't need your money. I don't want your money. But send me it for Chad. If you want Chad, you got to send me the bean. I, I mean, I thought that was insane. And then Chad comes on. And again, Gina was talking all this shit. Chad comes on. And it was practically a fucking love fest. So this is what you got. So if you pay Gino $100 to bring Chad on for the fireworks, you didn't get no fireworks. You got a fucking cuck simp fest. Chad Zumok. Chad, we're in hot water. Start yelling. Before you yell at me, Great audio, by the way. Though I couldn't find the clip. I think he took it down. How are you, buddy? What's going on, Gina? Um, sorry, it's audio. I, I got tired of waiting for you, so Fair. I, I, have to, I have to call in. I had a bigger star than either of us combined in Tukey. He gets 800 people in his chat. You know, you would have done the same thing. No, I'm well aware of his draw. I, I get it. <laughs> Go on. Dude, like we had, 
we had a nice evening together and you're like shitting on me i'm like what the fuck this isn't the same guy i hung out with on saturday i'm gonna chad you're right here's why chad i'm mad i'm hurt and watch this i'll apologize i'm hurt that you just did 50 minutes of garbage i wanted you to do your set it's 25 minutes i did i did 25 i have it recorded on my phone and apparently everyone recorded us but you understand as a comic how long you've been doing it 20 30 years longer probably go on keanu says hi hi but you know that's an uncontrolled environment you know that's not you're not set up for success in that situation i requested a door guy i requested security and the owner didn't even show i got fucked <laughs> uh, watch this uh, i was wrong i should have let you in earlier <laughs> every watch this chad has not lied yet <laughs> But I I, I I requested everything that you asked. I, like, I, were, I got Zumont, fucked, too. We all got fucked. Gina Bisconti. Yeah, but Love Chad, this. here's the difference between me and you, and, and I'll say this probably is more of a compliment to you than me. How did you not expect it to be that? I knew exactly what that was going to be. It was a chance for us to just drink with the fans and tell our dog if neither, I'll be, even you'll agree, neither of us think we're, neither of us are Ray DeVito and think we're one eight-hour drive and two buried bodies along the way of doing an eight-minute spot at the stand of doing and, and fucking getting on fucking late night TV. Agreed? Listen, I know I moved to Florida on purpose. I know I'm out of the business. Isn't it cute? Yeah, but Chad, then look, and another thing, I will never say this fucking drunk in the same breath. But don't tell me you, did, you got three. Don't go on Kevin's show drunk, but like three applause breaks. No, you're drunk and you're just trying to impress Kevin who's not worth impressing because it's fucking, uh, it's a fucking uh, frantic at the stand. Stop fucking, you, you, you do yourself a disservice by fucking trying to impress that fucking idiot. But you know, you know, it's a good gig. If you're, if you could perform at the stand, that's a good gig. No, no, it's a great gig to fucking get on stage at the stand. And I say this all the time and you'll agree. Like when I used to go out to LA, I would fucking be there for like a all month. Right, so, I mean, they're practically just like best friends now at this point. Gino was talking, I mean, it, it, if I had clipped it out uh, any better, I could show you guys better examples. Go back and watch it for yourselves. Gradcast 31. Just, I mean, take my word for it, though. I mean, Gino was practically, I mean, just straight up shitting on chat. Let me see if I can't pl uh, find the, the back half of this real quick and see if anything good happens. I, I just know, like, you know, Gino was talking all that shit, made $100, and this is what you got for your 100 the craft at the comics table and people like me you and DeRose are like good we'll be at the bar letting you guys fag out regardless of what you say you're whatever you're telling your fans we all got along great that evening and it was great we conversation did. it was it, it was a nice time Keanu was lovely as a person it was I, I have no complaints besides that show being you know kind of shitty but that's about it fair enough Chad do your plugs uh I don't know. Yeah, uh, best friends, guys. Gino Bisconti and Chad Zumach. Um, all right. So that's, I mean, really, we'll, we'll put a, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just keep a note there and, and watch to see how that develops. Well, Gino continue to shit on Chad. Well, Chad continue to shit on Gino. I mean, Gino is like the Kumia cuck, and that's like Chad's brand, right? Kumia's cucks. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out moving forward. Uh, as far as me and Gino and Chad, look, again, I think Gino is is a disgrace, really. I, I mean, he he's the quintessential guy to say one thing, and then you're there face to face with him, and he acts like a completely different way. 
I'm not saying you have to uh, posture and, and look for a fight in person, but it's like keep the same energy. I mean, you practically, I mean, you were simping for me in person, and then you go on your show and you're like, I make one clip of you, and you're like, oh, my God, he's, you know, he's a newbie, he's this, he's a that, he's a boo. It's like, well, which one is it, you know? Which one is it? And you just did the same thing with Chad. Talked hell of shit. He confronted you and asked for the link. And you're like, oh, Chad, you know, you're actually uh, pretty good. And meh, 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 meh. It's like, you just look like a fucking uh, cuck-ass, fucking soft, pathetic man who's too lazy to get stamps. So that's the state of Gino Biscunti. Now, I want to keep it compound-related, and then we're going to get off this compound train here. But I thought this was uh, interesting. Chrissy Mayer had the one Anthony Gumia on her show uh, this past week, and he's going to discuss the state of compound media, the kind of overall where compound is going. Um, you know, does compound have a future? Because, I mean, for the longest time, people have been speculating. I mean, probably I'd say for the better part of, like, two and a half, three, at least years, three, four years, maybe even, maybe even longer than that. People have been predicting the downfall and the demise of compound media. And it's, it's, I mean, held, held strong up until this point. I mean, you now granted, there's not really any great material on compound. I mean, if you're a compound subscriber, you're practically just there to watch Kumia. There's really no other talent. I mean, the other shows they have on there, and mind you, I'm a Compound subscriber, but I'm a Compound subscriber because of nefarious reasons. I want to watch for reasons not because of entertainment, right? So you have Bill Schultz in the morning. You got Gino in the afternoon. You got The Dump in the afternoon right before Gino's show. You got Anthony Cumia's show. You got Chrissy Mayer on, I think, Mondays. The wet spot, they call it. Ugh. It's like you're pregnant. You're about to have a kid. Have some decorum. Show some decorum. You know, it's classing up a little bit. And then they got this other show, 21 Guns, with uh, a black and white. It's like an Oreo cookie, almost. And that's Compound, in a nutshell. That's what you pay, like, 9 or 10 bucks for. it. So we're going to watch uh, this clip, because my point is, you know, there's not really all too much. Like, there's The entertainment factor is just not what it used to be for Compound. And Compound, I mean, from what I, I've heard and, and seen clips of, used to be a a really good network where actual, you know, actual talent wanted to go. You know, um, I think Louis J. Gomez was on there. Artie Lang was on there for a little bit. Uh, Mike, what's his name? Michael, the fuck's that dude's name? Michael Malice was on there for a little bit. So you had all this talent on Compound, and there's plenty of other shows on compound as well but it's just not what it uh, once was it's not what it once was so fast forward we're in 2024 now and uh you know everyone's doing youtube streams right you got chrissy doing youtube streams gino doing youtube streams i mean kumia does gaming youtube streams now at this point and uh again if you don't think he understands the youtube model and the super and all that like you're mistaken because it's a lot of money to keep something like compound media afloat we're going to watch Kumia kind of talk about this a little bit. Uh, I just want to play maybe like the first three minutes of this, and then we'll move on from all things compound and get into some Joey C. Baby goat. Uh, all right, let's check this out. Chrissy and Anthony here. 
say, oh, God, what's going to happen with Compound? Anthony's in South Carolina. Uh, I know your plan is to kind of go, you know, back and forth when you're able. But what would you like to see for the network? Well, I like, uh, I love being down here. I mean, obviously, not walking around those fucking New York streets, not getting off at Penn Station and having to walk the two, the one block of death on 7th Avenue, uh, the drug addicts and the shit. Thank you, Bubs S. Bubs S said uh, Dave Landau was also on there, Gavin, apparently Red Bar. So, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of talent that was, you know, in the compound media. Kevin Brennan was another one. Bob Levy, of course. I think Stuttering John's made some appearances on Compound. So, yeah, I mean, it's the the list of talent that used to be in Compound. I mean, it's just to see what it is now. I mean, and if you guys have any, uh, like a death pool, if there's any death pools, I, I mean, I'd suspect Compound as we know, and I think I called this last year, Compound as we know it would be not the way it is now where they're doing shows from inside compound, but instead like more of a YouTube based show or like a Patreon based show. I think, I think I made that, you know, I was trying to make a prediction last year at some point. I forget exactly when it's one on one of the shows, but Kumia kind of talks about that in this clip, which I found to be pretty interesting. So that's why we're playing it. Let's check it out. Thank you, Bob Zest and everyone else who's let me know who was on compound it on the streets. It's just terrible. Um, but I love Compound Media. I love the shows. I love Chrissy. I even love Gino. Uh, and the the idea of having the studio up there is very cool for when I show up. I don't have to drag equipment with me and do a show from a hotel room uh, like that. So no, Compound Media will continue. Uh, we're doing what we're doing. I I would like to change a couple of things as far as the. Um, <clears throat> The platforms, uh, what do they call that? Like a a model, the model for Compound Media. Uh, ideally, I would like for it to be free of charge, where mm. anyone could just log in and run it like a Patreon. Or so he like contradicts himself, or at least that's how I pick it up as right, because he's saying he wants it to be free of charge, but he wants it to be like a Patreon model. So you know, Patreon it's like subscription based you know, uh, sort of thing where as free of charge is just like YouTube, like you're watching this show now free of charge, right? It's, it's user supported. It's not, you don't have to pay in order to watch the show. Now, sometimes you could do that with members only content and whatnot, but so I, I don't really understand what he's saying there. He wants it free of charge, but wants to be more like Patreon. I, I don't understand that. Free of charge. I can't feel my where face. Anyone can just log in and run it. Looks like, like a stay humbles on a, a lot of blow. Can't feel my face. Or, like, maybe, I don't know, you have a bad disease or some shit like that, at which point, you know, we feel sorry. And uh, we extend our condolences. It says, war! <laughs> says, stay humble. Patreon or some type of thing like okay. that. Uh, I think it we'd be exposed to more people that way. Uh, but I've been trying to figure that one out for so long. Um, yeah, I, I want to continue doing what we're doing, how we're doing it with Compound Media. Uh, but the dynamic of podcasting has changed so much in the 10 years since I've been doing it that the subscription-based model isn't as viable these days. Uh, it's completely non-viable to somebody that doesn't have a fan base. Uh, you could never, you know, it's hard enough to do a show for nothing 
uh, if you don't have fans. You're doing a show. You see some people streaming. And they have three people watching, sometimes none. I'll, I'll go around YouTube sometimes and watch, like, oh, let me see who's gaming if someone's playing Call of Duty or something. And I'll uh, pop into some live feeds, and I'm the only person in there. Like this. Imagine that thought. Like, if you're doing a, a, a simple live stream for nobody or one person, and the only person in your chat is Anthony Cumia, how frightening of a thought is that? You know? And he makes it seem like he's, like, driving around a neighborhood trying to, like, scout out good locations. It's like, you're just, like, scrolling on YouTube. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, it's quite preposterous the way you're – I mean, talk about old boomer lingo. I mean, this is quintessential old boomer lingo here. On YouTube sometimes and watch, like, oh, let me see who's gaming if someone's playing Call of Duty or something. And I'll uh, pop into some live feeds, and I'm the only person in there. Like, this person's playing a game for me. And when I leave, no one's going to be in there for the entire time. I this feel like I, I can't leave. I know if I'm one of three people, I'm like, oh, uh, yes, it's, yes. it's me and their mom and then their cell phone in the next room <laughs> watching. I, like, I, right, I right. can't leave. You just feel bad. So, you know, obviously having a following and thank you for that, people, has helped over the course of the years with a subscription-based model. But I would like to change that to pick up people that, uh, aren't familiar with the show or might see a clip and and want to see more but not uh, subscribe. I mean, obviously, it's the truth of people that... Kumi looks great, by the way. Looking fan-fucking-tastic. For how old is he? 60-fucking-five? I think he's the same age as Kevin Brennan. I think Kumi, I mean, in his older years, it looks better than KB. Just don't want to subscribe. KB's and got like a turkey fucking flap going on under his neck. It's really insane there's so many things going on out there now there's so many fucking podcasts and personalities and whatnot um that are doing it either free or they have a patreon or through super chats uh so I, i'm i'm thinking about I literally just described what mlc podcast is doing how to move forward uh with the model end of it but yeah i i will still have compound media and you'll still get uh, great shows like chrissy's and shows like gino's <laughs> Is there anybody that you've had your some slight at Gino? Your eye on lately that you think might. Right, so then they're going to go into like talent and what kind of talent we're going to be recruiting. But I mean, you heard it, so he's going to try to step away. I mean, holy shit! Why? Why so serious? Why so serious? Um, so he's going to be trying to step away from the whole subscription model from Compound, the way Compound exists now. And go into more of like, a, like he said, a Patreon, which would, I guess, make it doesn't make any sense to me because Patreon and the way Compound is set up now is they're practically the same thing. You got to pay to access content. Now, with Compound, there's only one tier, it's $8.95 a month or whatever it is. For Patreon, you could set up multiple tiers $2 tier, there's a Tony Mazur $1 tier, I believe you could set up. Ray DeVito has a $3 tier. Brennan and other people have like $25 tiers. So, I mean, as a creator, it is more advantageous to be on Patreon. Um, Like you couldn't, like Compound couldn't exist on YouTube. Just for, I mean, I mean, they could, but they'd have to really like, The I mean, it's not even that edgy anymore. I mean, I know Gino likes to throw around M-bombs and, you know, the word uh, fag a lot. 
I mean, you could get away with it, but you'd have to understand that that comes with a risk, you know? That comes with a, a huge risk. Because at any time, YouTube could just snap their fucking fingers and your channel's gone. I think Pot Awful just got banned on YouTube. And it was like for not even anything content related. Uh, it was like for spam or something insane. So, yeah, I mean, they'll just remove you. You know what I mean? So you have to have backup plans. I mean, to be honest with you, I'd just stick with Compound. But, you know, so he, but he's in his head about the whole thing because it's not advantageous and people are crushing it on the YouTube with Super Chats and everything like that. And he wants a piece of that. So the Compound Death Pool continues. Will Compound survive through 2024? Um, I'd say Compound as we know it will change probably within, I mean, I, I'd probably guess this year. If I, had, if I was a betting man, I'd say by the end of this year, Compound Media, the way we know it, will be, I mean, it'll be converted over to a Patreon or to a uh, Vimeo or, or something like that. Because, again, there's a lot of overhead that goes involved with running an operation such as Compound Rex. As Brennan told Kumia to do this five years. I think everybody, everyone has been telling Kumia to do this for five years plus. Deceptive practices. I guess that was uh, Pot Awful's banning. You know, for like spam and deceptive. Like, what does that even mean? What does that even entail? What was he doing? I didn't see. Wasn't watching. But, I mean, that's insane. Uh, they don't like you... They don't like you seeing winning, says Stay Humble. Uh, is Chrissy Mayer the youngest person at Compound? She's like 40. I think, I don't know how old that chick Joanne is, but yeah, Chrissy might be the youngest. Maybe that guy Steve might be in his late 30s. I mean, Keanu pops in there, but she's not like technically, I mean, she technically is Compound, but like also not Compound. Like she doesn't have a show on Compound. Uh, Tardif Aplictic, uh, he uses the business for tax write-offs. Well, that makes sense too, right? But you could still keep the business and just move it to, like, he's still going to keep, comp like, Compound's not going to fold. Like, the name's not going to fold. It'll just be, take. it would take on a different form, you know? I haven't heard a, uh, I haven't had a, I haven't ha heard a word you've said. Oh, well, that's cool. J-Dub Production says, Don DiCaprio, salute! <laughs> salute. Kiss the ring of the Don. J-Dub Productions was saying that last week. Why is he calling me Don? And then we figured it out. Uh, Stephen M says, Chow, Ray DeVito hates you, and it's hilarious. It's, I mean, it's great. Again, it's hard hunting. Every time Ray DeVito pops up live, me and Dr. Chow will be there sniping his every move. All right, I want to show you guys, uh, Joey C has two new endeavors. I want to show you this, and then I want to get into some Brennan stuff and the Kevin Brennan effect. You fucking hack! The crux of this whole episode. I think I'm going to show you this Joey C stuff. We're going to take a short little break, and then we'll come back, and then we'll do all the Brennan Pat Dix and Joe Matarese, all that good stuff. So Joey C has a new endeavor. What is that, you ask? Well, Joey C, much like people who run out of ideas, they think it's a great idea. When they're not really making all that much cash, cashola, that is, online, they think it's a great idea to boot up a cameo. Yes, a cameo. So check this out. Joey C, Catalano TV, Joey C is on cameo, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Whoa. 
And it's like, who in their right mind is going to order a fucking cameo from Joey Catalano TV? No, I mean, no offense, Joey. Joey's probably watching in secret right now. Or maybe he's he's booked up with his fucking cameos. Either which way, it's like, how ridiculous, you know? How fucking ridiculous. Again, you, the only people who make cameos are, you know, celebrities, like big fucking celebrities. And people who aren't really making enough money on YouTube or whatever the fuck else it is they're doing, a la Earl fucking Skakel. I think Earl Skakel has a cameo. People like Earl Skakel and Joey C, they, they think being on Cameo is going gonna, is gonna to do it. It's going to push them over the top. They're going to be a fucking millionaire. They're going to be as rich as Bill fucking Gates, William Gates. And I just thought this to be insane. I, I haven't even looked at this yet. Uh, now, for people who may not know, if you've been living under a rock for the past seven years, Cameo is where you go to pay 15 bucks or 40 bucks or however much it's set up for. I guess you could pay whatever it is you want. And then you'll get a customized message from the creator of your choice, which is pretty insane. Hold on. Uh, I'll go back to this in one second. Let's go to Beloved Chatter. Uh, it says, Joey C. stole Little Mir's old bit Bible verses, bro. Yeah, so we're going to get into that next, Beloved Chatter. Thank you for the uh, thank you for the two bucks. Thank you for the two bucks. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, so we're going to get into that in a second. Back to the cameo. Catalano TV, Joey C. I am Joey C. from Catalano TV. On, and look at this. He spaces out the words, YouTube. <laughs> now, like, my OCD has immediately kicked in. And, I, like, I just need Joey C. to unspace the words, you fucking too. Please, I mean, that's really bothering me, Joey. Whoever is in contact with Joey C, can we get on this? Why is there a space between you and Tube? Unless this is like an unknown platform that Joey C is secretly operating from. Like, we're all on YouTube, but Joey's on you, Tube. Oh, my God. Um, so this is what uh, Joey C's cameo is all about. Uh, I am Joey C, Joey C from Catalano TV on you, Tube. I also podcast from time to time with the great with the great stuttering John. Scola. Imagine putting this in your cameo bio. I also podcast from time to time with the great stuttering John, formerly of read more. The Howard Stern Show and the Tonight Show with Jay Leno also have may have many other pod what the fuck does that mean anyone bluff chatter what's this mean bluff chatter also have many other pod <laughs> what is that even what like what is happening also have podcast maybe also have met many other pod. I guess that's what he means. Unless this is he means P.O.D. You guys remember the band P.O.D.? We are, we are the youth of the nation. Also have many other pod. I don't know. 
Short for podcast, I'm sure, says Bluff Chatter. Okay, sorry, I'm just stumped. On, I'm baffled with Joey C's writing. So let's uh, see a couple of these videos. The 30, so uh, Cameo that, you know, you have to do like, you have to set up like a, a video intro. So when people check out your channel, they can click on the video and see what it is that they're going to be buying for cash. Book a personal video for, fi I mean, this is low. 15 whole buckaroos. Jesus Christ. Uh, so let's see it. What's Joey uh, working with here? Oh, everybody. I always love a good cameo video. Everybody, Joey C here. I'm a YouTube podcaster and a content creator. And I'm here if you want me to wish someone a happy birthday, a happy anniversary. I do President's Day. I do Valentine's Day. We do Mother's Day, Father's Day, Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas. And many, many, many other holidays. We'll be glad to be. But if you hit me up on Labor Day, I will not be fucking doing it. I got to be eating my hot dogs on Labor Day. Only Easter, Christmas, President's Day, and MLK Day. No fucking Labor Day or Independence Day. I hate America. Hey, Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and many, many, many other holidays. We'll be glad to be the person that wishes someone well. Or and why is he wearing like a uh, St. Patrick's Day green leprechaun hat? Uh, you know, I've always questioned the style choices from the one Joey C., Always oh, in a wife beater. Now, if you're like an overweight guy, you shouldn't be wearing wife beaters. It, you know, it really highlights your fat, especially around the armpits, right? Because that's where the the straps go over the shoulders, but they cut off that circulation from your like pecs to your armpit, and it like shows that flap of fat right there. Like, I don't even wear wife beaters. I'm, you know. Not the heaviest, but also not the skinniest. And I understand that wife beaters is not a good look. I mean, we're not in the early fucking 2000s. Or happy anniversary or happy birthday. Uh, if you're interested, please hire me. You won't be disappointed. And we'll talk to you soon, all right? Take all right, care now. Take bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. For every occasion, birthdays, graduations, and imagine getting somebody this as a graduation present. Or even a birthday present. Or, yo, you know what we should do, honestly? We should order, like, I guess one Catalan TV wedding video for Keanu and Gino. And then have them play it at the wedding. Again, 15 bucks. This is what, uh, this is what you're going to get. Uh, a special shout-out from Joey. He's going to, you know, jump on a pogo stick. and I mean, I don't know. what else. He's going to give you a Bible verse. I don't know. Uh, for every occasion, birthdays, graduations, and even the holiday season, celebrate it with a personalized video from Catalano TV. So, there, uh, yeah, Joey sees, I mean, that's his first endeavor right there on Cameo. Uh, and you guys can see how Cameo works. I mean, we, we already already know this. I mean, people have been online for a while. Did I already see this one? It's a picture? Oh, this is his profile picture. Okay. All right, so let's go into the... Other, some call it grift, I call it endeavor that Joey C has embarked in. Now, um, let me get this off the screen. Sorry about this. Give me a second here, guys. Dr. Chow says, uh, one of the greatest YouTube moments of all time. What's that? His son who wanted to start a whorehouse. Who's that, Joey C? Um, let's go over to the podcast that Kevin Brennan, the MLC podcast that Kevin Brennan deleted. And uh, this is 
again, Kevin Brennan has gone full clip style show. Remember just like two, three weeks ago, Kevin Brennan was shitting on anyone who had a clip fucking clip show podcast. Kevin Brennan has gone not only full clip show, he's gone stream snipe clip show-esque. The problem is Kevin Brennan, when he's stream sniping, I mean, he doesn't say anything. You know, when when we're doing tard hunting, like, I feel the need to, like, say something, like, at least every 60 seconds, just so we're not, you're not just watching me watch Ray, you know? Not Kevin, though. Kevin just pops on and uh, is going to do this. And then in the midst of all this, Joey C's latest griff. So let's check this out. Let's go to the big screen. And we're going to take a quick little uh, break right after this clip here and we're going to come back with the Kevin Brennan effect and Pat Dixon. I can't wait to get into this Pat Dixon stuff. It's amazing. Uh, for now, let's watch KB stream sniping Joey C and Joey C's word of God. No, because I was ready to go. I was all ready to go. All ready to go. All ready to go and I got fucked. The man fucked me over. So mind you, this this episode was deleted of MLC. This wasn't put to his Patreon. This wasn't uploaded later to YouTube. This left you can't find this episode anywhere else but right here on this podcast. I wonder why. This wasn't a, a normal MLC at four o'clock. This was like two o'clock, I think, in the afternoon. Kevin Brandon starts to stream snipe. Anyway, so then I sat down. I had some soup, literally soup, and I see this guy. Who do I see? Joey C. Am I doing it right? Who do I see? Joey C. Homeless, the homeless people. We will help all the children that are getting on drugs. All the babies that are born addicted. We will help the mothers, teach them the way to cleanse their soul. We must fix. So already off the bat, Joey C. You hear him talking about cleansing souls and helping people get off drugs, which, by the way, isn't really necessarily a bad thing. But it's not your job, Joey C. It's like, you know, you're no, you're in no, like all these people who try to help people, and it's like you're in no position to help people. It's like, help yourself. You know what I mean? Help yourself first before you help anyone else. So, Joey C., I mean, he, he's gone full, he's gone full fucking priest here. He's converted, he's seen the fucking light. What do they say? It's uh, you're born again. Joey sees a born again fucking Christian. I mean, amazing, amazing. It's our first. It's like you must love yourself first to give anybody love. That's how we have to fix America. That's how we have to fix America. He says, "Wow, those are some big words." America is a beautiful place. We just have a lot of misplaced people. Yeah, I mean, like you know, talk about having no self awareness. America's a beautiful place, and we just have a lot of misplaced people. It's like, have you looked in a mirror recently, Joey C? Talk about misplaced. But why, so simultaneously, we're watching Joey C's latest grift while watching Kevin say and do nothing. The silent sniper is what we're going to start calling KB. We have crooked politicians, crooked law enforcement. But then we, on the other side, there's nothing straight bad and there's nothing straight good. If there's white, there's black. There's gray areas for a reason. There's hot, there's cold. There's up, there's down. Kevin! Side to side. Bad, 
good. What's going on, Kev? Being beautiful. Say something. It's a balance. Anything. The problem with America that we live in this great country. Hello. We have no balance. We have no purpose. We have greed. Earth to Kevin. We have drugs. Speak. Everything that the devil implemented. Speak. Destroy Earth. Say anything. Just say anything. Anything. Anything at all. We just got to take the drugs. Say it. And we replace them. Hello. We have to take no I mean literally nothing. To be nothing. <laughs> and he's only a, 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 a made up person, but the storyline is very true. We'll make him into Superman truth, justice for the American way. And there'll go be no corruption. We'll give them that tool to do it honestly and to do right by America. So now Joey's, you know, he's preaching now. He's uh, very Americana. He's seen the light since his recent heart attack, which we still don't even know was it was a real heart attack or not. Like this thing could have hold they all this whole thing could have been a, a bit. And Joey sees uh, first, you know, his, his move after this heart attack after his near-death experience, is preaching the word of God. Watch. We'll give the babies born to addiction no more because we'll right away, won't turn our backs on the teen mothers that made Again, we're like pregnant or four minutes into this clip. We still have pressure. yet to hear a word from Kevin. We won't have our teenagers committing suicide He's just rewinding. There's a lot of bad people in the damn worst. There's a lot of good people. The bad people are very evil. They're trapped by the devil. The devil has a hold on their lives. They're the devil, he says. They're heavy marijuana users. Surely. They're drunks. John. Great Vita. Men, young men that confine themselves to a discord. Brennan is listening. And plot. Yeah, so, you know, that's what we're watching. We're watching Brennan watching and listening to Joey C., who's speaking the word of God. I mean, this whole entire episode is bizarre. Plot the plot. Melton. And hope that a human being dies and they make fun of it. And that they, they go on and they, they don't have, they tell half truths on the man. Yeah, the, he's, he's talking. Yes. Said that I, this is my own words. Yes. Untrue. But I forgive them and I want to save them. I will say this. The confusion sets in. I heard today that someone called another person. You, you are the mole. And then the person responded. So I mean, anywhere you go. Being a priest. All right, here we go. I can't be a priest. I've already been married. See. Uh, but, uh, Again, the people that have had many... Joey sees contemplating being a priest now. I mean, Jesus Christ. Many, many troops in front of them, but just didn't tell the truth the way... I think Joey C. has lost the plot. You know what I mean? People liked it better when you were arguing with Quadfather and arguing with Shuli and John. Like, I mean, now, I mean, you're really, like, contemplating whether or not you should be a priest. God is good. God is great. Look, I'm not here to get into the the argument of God, right? I mean, I, I was always brought up as politics and religion you don't bring up at the dinner table. And I 
kind of look at this in a lot of instances as, uh, you know, that, right? There's a time and a place for politics and religion. And a podcast, unless you're doing, uh, like, a political or religious podcast, you shouldn't be doing it. You know what I mean? Like, your, your entire audience of 12 is very confused of what's happening here. They don't know what the fuck's going on because they've come to understand Joey C. as this short-tempered, short-fused guy who's ready to go off at any moment. And now you're doing this whole God grift for cash. All the meanwhile, doing a cameo as well for 15 bucks a vid. For birthdays, graduations, holidays, don't forget it. He just won't do Labor Day or Independence Day, but he'll do everything else. So, I mean, this is really, truly remarkable stuff. And then, look, I could literally uh, fast forward any part in this video and just Kevin just isn't talking. This is a sniper. It's been told, he said. And I guess, you know, a silent sniper in the literal sense is a good sniper. You need to be quiet as a sniper. But when you're doing YouTube snipes, y you should be talking, KB. Nobody's. So I could be Look at this. anywhere on the timeline. Down here. I reveal. That's one time. It's a lot of myself today out on the streets. It's all I'm asking. Exactly what's been going on. People are donating to this. This is nuts. Get Ray over here. I think Joey C cries too. Then he starts sniping Ray. I want to see Joey C cry because I know he fucking breaks down like a little bitch. That's not enough. What's my purpose? What is my true calling? And when I became reborn, what is it? So he just said, when I, became re when I became reborn as a Christian, so he's gone full fucking grift. I, did, I was the best father I could be, the best grandpa I could be, the best husband I could be. But that's not enough. What's my purpose? What is my true calling? And when I became reborn what as is a Christian, it? and all the life lessons I got in the last nine Jesus, months in this verse of how hateful people are towards each other, and how hateful I was back to them, and I went on and on and on, made myself sick. Worse than what I've been for the last few years. Jesus. Been out of the hospital. This last time nearly killed me. And I said to myself, Self? No more. No more. I want to live. It's my time. It's my time. I paid my dues. I, I paid my, my dues. I paid my dues. 33 years of my life being an addict. 33 years. Didn't we already see this? I cussed. All right, I'm not going to bore you guys uh, too much with that. I I'll try to upload this to the Discord or something. If you want this episode, reach out to me. I have this entire episode. This is the episode that was deleted. It's just Joey C. I mean, he's he's found the light, as they say. He's found God in his the you know in his life. He's now reading the Bible and preaching the word of the Lord. <laughs> Uh, uh, we're going to take a short break. Don't touch that dial. We have the Kevin Brennan effect. Pat Dix and Joe Matarese coming up right after this, guys. Uh, I, I need to use the little boy's room, okay? All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you for sticking around, though. Uh, we'll be right back in about three minutes. Do not, do not go anywhere. If you do, then we're going to have some serious issues. Uh, let's play a song while we are taking this little break. If I could find a fucking song. Oh, not Buck Cherry. All right, here it is. Uh, we'll be right back, guys. Uh, this is shout out if Jeff Closure's still here. This is another Dio song, but this was a cover from a Dio song, I should say. Uh, we'll be right back, guys.
We're back. Fuck with some kill switch engaged. Kill switch rips. Covering some Dio. Holy diver. Welcome back into the show. Take a shot. Let's get back into it. We still have a lot left to do. Pat Dixon. Of course, I really can't stand Pat Dixon. I don't know how anyone does. I don't know how you're not put to sleep by the end of a Pat Dixon 11 p.m. show with Pat Dixon. Cheers. Oh. Jesus. All right. Um, let's get into more show, shall we? Uh, thank you for sticking around, everyone. Uh, let's see. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Uh, let's catch up with some chats first. See how you guys are feeling in the chat. Jeff Closure. Uh, thanks. Cool cover. Thank you, Jeff. We appreciate that. This is a, a drop I wanted to play if we uh, had any members show up today. But just in case we don't, we'll play it anyway. Right, well, I'll save it. I'll save it. Thank you for the thank you for the two bucks, Jeff and a skull. <laughs> Yeah, Kill Switch Engage. I'm not sure if you're all that familiar with Kill Switch. Kill Switch is great, though. People are saying Nap Dixon. Rainy G, you got to go see a doctor, Ming. Shout out to uh, Spurgtopia, by the way, crossing over the milestone marker of 300 Spurs. <laughs> Salute to uh, the great place that is Spurgtopia. Um... All right, thank you guys. Thank you for sticking around. I want to get into the rest of this stuff. Uh, April will blow you, then change your shingles. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, Stephen M. You're not wrong. War, says stay humble. Jesus. Stay humble, okay? Eric Skakel is boring as fuck. Sean John, says Sam V. Nap Dixon, decline host. That reminds me. I have to go report Spurgtopia again. Oh, shit. Hear that, Sam V? The client host is reporting the holy ground that is Spurgtopia. Um, all right, so let's get into some more stuff here. So Kevin Brennan, like I mentioned on the last show, uh, it wouldn't shock me if Brennan shows up at Hackamania. You fucking hack! And... Uh, we get a tweet from Brennan earlier on the week. Now, this could be a complete troll. This could be meaningless. But like I said, I would not be surprised if we had an appearance from Kevin Brennan at Hackamania, which is set to take place at the end of May, beginning of June. And um, like I said, let's just let, let's look at the tweet. Uh, this is from Nobody Likes Onions first. We'll read this one. Um, now, this was pertaining to, I guess, getting Brennan out to Hackamania. Now, uh, Melton has been flailing. He's been trying to get Chad to box and Steel Toe to box, which I don't even think is a possibility. I heard a great rant from the one true soldier that is addicted to profits, and he was going off on a rant, which made perfect sense, by the way, even though he was completely bombed and drunk. He was making perfect sense when he said, you know, in order to box, you, you got to pass physicals, you got to, you know, pass a fucking multiple tests you got to make sure you're in like good shape you can't just show up in a boxing ring and then start fucking boxing uh so that's a side note from hackamania but this is pertaining to mlc now we, we've watched over the last six months brennan's anger and disdain for uh patrick melton and 
he swore he wasn't going to be doing Hackamania, and if anyone who does MLC Podcast did Hackamania, they would be removed from MLC Podcast. Um, so first we get this tweet from uh, Nobody X Onion says, I would, def- I would definitely fly MLC Podcast to Hackamania first class. I'll even pick you up in the Lexus. What's your fee? You want to ride your bike? I'll get you chicken cordon blue. It's not on MGM property, so bring your security. To which Brennan responds, I'll go if you box Chad Zumach, and I'll box Tukey. Now, again, it might not sound all that much of, you know, this doesn't really sound like much, like Brennan could be, but it, it also could be setting the stage for him showing up at Hackamania, to which I would be, I mean, I, I, I would have to be out of the Kevin Brennan business at that point in time, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, for me, I, Melton is a sworn enemy of mine. And um, if you're doing Melton events, you know, you're no you're no better than Patrick himself, the fucking dork nerd that he is. I'm a fucking dork nerd. Um, so then we get a tweet from Ray DeVito retweeting this, and he's encouraging this fucking behavior. Ray DeVito comes back, says, make it happen. I buy him a roast beef sandwich. I heard he loves them. So he's referring to his sandwich that he, uh, Jason Bentley, I think, bought him in Atlantic City. And Dr. Chow called this out the other day, but it was a Philly cheesesteak. So why is Ray calling it a roast beef sandwich now? That's interesting to note as well. And you see Patrick here as well saying, please stop calling a Philly cheesesteak a roast beef sandwich. Jesus, I mean, I have to agree with Patrick here. It's like, great, this is a, a roast beef sandwich and a cheesesteak are two, two completely different things. Two completely different things. I mean, in some places, they might be the same thing. Like, places that don't know how to actually make cheesesteaks. Like, I've heard of places making cheesesteaks that actually take, like, a, you know, like a filet mignon or, like, a piece of Wagyu and putting it on a Kaiser roll with some fucking cheese Whiz and serving it up as a cheese steak. (laughs) That's not the case. A cheese steak is shredded beef, American cheese... Wit or wit out. Onions, that is. Nobody likes onions in this case. Uh, a roast beef sandwich is different. It's thicker beef, typically with cheddar cheese on like a, uh, a little like Italian roll or whatever. They're, I mean, they're kind of the same, but they're completely different. But that's the, the, the idiocracy of, of Ray DeVito. He's confusing, or maybe he just is lying about it, which would even be more insane. He's lying about the sandwich of choice, or he's just that stupid. Either which way, it's not a good look for Ray. And then uh, NLO comes back, says, Kevin ain't coming anywhere, and honestly, we ain't paying for him anyway. He can yell at home and stick it to me. You fucking hack. Again, you know, we'll see. There's still a lot of time from now till Hackamania. Um, And if I'm a betting man, I'm betting on Brennan shows some sort of an appearance at Hackamania. We're going to get to a video of Ray DeVito here, which broke, I think, the day after I was live on Wednesday. And it's of Ray dancing, I think, at Chris Abel's wedding. He's completely drunk, bombed out of his mind. And I was going to save this for tarred hunting, but um, we didn't have time on the last episode. So let's play this video. I mean, this is a cringe fucking video from Ray. And this will kind of set the tone because at first we're going to get into uh, Rage DeVito and the whole stuttering John fucking making Ray look like a fucking complete buffoon and owning Ray every which step of the way. 
and Ray almost crying. Ray left that podcast on Wednesday practically in tears. So first we get to this uh, video here from Ray dancing at Abel's wedding. Check this shit out. And you could see the person he's dancing with. Uh, Ray is dancing with, I mean, this older woman here. I mean, I don't know who she quite reminds me of. Uh, but, like, this this chick is, like, senile. She's, like, almost probably 89 years of age. I mean, the sag on this one is real. And Ray is macking it up. Now, I, I would like to know if this chick is still alive. Or did Ray take her out on I-80 and fucking strangle her and kill her? The I-80 strangler, as they call him. So you could see Ray's fucking... I mean, he's macking it up. He's grooving. He's getting this fun on. He wants to get in them fucking dry panties. I'm so dry. And he's got his Coors Light. And wasn't he just making fun of Stuttering John for drinking Coors Light? As he holds a Coors like it's a fucking, like a child or something. Like, he's got a, a solid grip on that Coors Light. Holy fuck, man. Holy fuck. Let's keep watching. Wow, there you have it. Ray DeVito dancing at fucking uh, Chris Abel's wedding. Pretty remarkable stuff. I wanted to set the stage before we get into the Stuttering John and Ray DeVito uh, debacle here. Let's check this out. This was MLC 771 Valentine's Day. This was right after we went live on Wednesday. Ray and Stuttering John kind of heated up. Let's play the intro as I find my notes here. We're going to walk you guys through what happened here on this show. You're listening to Misery Loves Company. Company alive at youtube.com slash MLC Podcast. Let me see if I could pick this up real quick. Let's go back. You're listening to Misery Loves Company. Company alive at youtube.com slash MLC Podcasts. My guitar is also tuned in drop C. So. See if I can try it one more time. Misery loves company. Company alive at youtube.com slash MLC Podcast. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Happy Valentine's Special pop-up show. We're doing it. We're officially doing it. We're doing it, guys. 
We're back. We're in the bunker. We're doing it. We're having it. I'm so dry. We're so we're back. We're in the bunker. We're doing it. We're having it. It's going down. It's going uh-huh. down, everybody. What are we doing? All right. So this whole thing kind of started. I mean, we all remember Ray and stuttering John going at it. But it all really started with Kevin Brennan and Stevie making fun of Ray, to which angered Ray. Now, Ray, like I mentioned, the disciples of Ray, or the disciples of Brennan, the Kevin Brennan effect. Ray is part of uh, one of these guys who is a part of the Kevin Brennan effect. Ray is like one of the OGs, a part of the Kevin Brennan effect. So when Kevin shits on Ray, Ray is incapable of shitting on Brennan back, or at least you know, uh, chipping him back because this is his bread and butter. He knows if he angers Brennan to a a certain point, there goes $9,000 a year. Imagine being uh, worried about $9,000 and we see Brennan again. I mean, he's gone. He's made the till and we welcome Brennan, by the way. Welcome into being a full-on clip show, Brandon. Welcome. It's one of us. Google gobble yeah. one of us. We accept <laughs> that one of us. Google gobble one of us. We accept that one of us. Google gobble one of us. So we welcome in Brandon with open arms to being a clip show. Uh, it's a, Don't fight it, KB. It is just is what it is. It is what the fuck it is. And, uh, you know, we support it. Uh, so we'll go to 224.05 and we'll watch Brandon's first outburst at Ray, to which Ray kind of just sits there nervously and says nothing, does nothing, and takes the abuse. Now, this is all going to fester up and spill over into Stuttering John. Ray's going to get so angry because he can't make fun of Brennan, and he, there's only so much you could say about Stevie Lou. So what's he do? He takes it. He takes his anger, Rage DeVito, takes his rage out on Stuttering John. Uh, 224.05, I think, is the first code I said, right? Let's check it out. I did it, but I did... I don't know why I switched uh, sweatshirts. I just uh, we have uh, a super chat I want to get to real quick. Coming in from uh, Pulper eighty. Thank you, Pulper. We appreciate that, man. Says good morning from Hawaii. Wow, Blade. Well, he says good morning from Hawaii, Blade. At Sam V. Wow, look at Pulper balling it the fuck up. Just shitting on us all as we all sit here. I'm sitting here in the cold fucking northeast, shivering my fucking tail off. Pulper's over there with his fucking feet up, drinking a fucking a Mai Tai. Getting fucking fed grapes, I can only imagine. <clears throat> he's got fucking... This is how I picture Pulper 80. Like, he's got like 10 fucking chicks around him at all times. One feeding him grapes, one rolling a blunt, one pouring the fucking whiskey or whatever Pulper likes to drink. You know, one massage in his fucking shoulders the entire time. You know, one fanning him off, and the other five are just there willingly. Like, whatever Pulper 80 needs, the other five are willing to do. Must be a great, must be a great life. Shout out to Pulper 80. Thank you for that. From Hawaii, nonetheless. Uh, All right, let's keep watching this. Uh, Thank you for the 10. Let's keep watching uh, Rage DeVito. You went all the way up to your room to change an outfit. No, he had to he had to put his hoagie up there because he he can't yes, drink and I eat at the same time. He probably went and got one of those Coors Lights too. <laughs> so he didn't want, he done, want yeah. something to happen to his hoagie. So he he's like, while I'm here, I'll change into a, a I don't fancier. I want to walk on the floor with it. Just fucking eat it, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jesus! You're so infuriating. I know, I know why your mom and sister hated you. So let me. I'm gonna you eat it when I'm done drinking, dude. 
Look how upset he's getting. Now he's getting, the rage is starting to build. It's starting to bubble in that fucking Coors Light filled gut of Ray's. And he can't, again, he can't clap back at, at, at Kevin. He would be removed and $9,000 would be short in his bank account come 2024. So he has to take it. But Stuttering John is the perfect target, right? Because everybody makes fun of John. Well, we kind of almost have the same fucking hair. Now I want to cut my hair completely off. Jesus. Hey, Ray, when I you got go my own way. Hey, what Ray. time did you eat it? Um, Maybe like midnight. And it was cold. You bought it at like, uh, you bought it at halftime. So what time is that? Eight? Yeah, it was fine. I tasted great. It was fantastic. <laughs> I got my own way of doing things. What do you want? It's like, why wouldn't you just get a cold sandwich? Why wouldn't you get, you know what I mean? Like a, like a hoagie, like an actual lunch meat hoagie. Why would you get a cheesesteak and eat it nine hours after the fact? For me. No shit, it's not working. <laughs> but wait, Ray, when you go to a restaurant, you don't order like a martini, like at dinner or a Ray, a martini? Yeah, I don't do martini. Ray brings his own Coors Light. I bring my Coors Light to the restaurant. I drink my Coors Light. My good man, can I have a cup from my Coors Light? (laughs) What I do. And I drink my Coors Light. And then then I'll eat. Look at everyone. Everyone's having fun at Ray's expense. Stevie's dying laughing. Brennan's, I mean, as redder than ever here. Stuttering John's having a grand old time. Everyone's having a good time besides Rage here. Look at them fucking get upset here. Let's keep watching. Because once I eat, I can't drink anymore. I know. We already heard it. <laughs> Have you ever heard such stupidity, John? Once I, once I, he can't eat and drink at the same time. So when you go to like a barbecue, you can't fucking have a hot dog and fucking drink a beer? I'll eat my hot dogs later. It's the, same, it's the same thing, John. No matter what thing. I got it. I'll drink if I'm going to drink. And then Is it OCD? So, Ray, if you're at a cookout, somebody gives you a hot dog, you'll put them in your pocket. Cheers. You go, I'll eat these later. <laughs> I'll eat them later. I'll put them to the side. I did the same thing side? at Abel's. I did the same thing at Abel's wedding that they made a big thing about. So it, it could be OCD. Actually, John has a yeah, good point here. This I don't actually, know what it is. It's just the way I prefer yeah, to do it. So yeah, I, I can't believe we had a breakthrough here with forget yeah. the sorcerer. It looks yes. like Stuttering John is now. Yeah, I want to talk I to have the sorcerer. OCD. He, uh, he, he ran away. I want to talk to the sorcerer. He wanted no part of it. I, I also, I spoke. All right, so that's like uh, pretty much, I mean, there's some other instances there where people are just ganging up on Ray. Uh, we're going to go to 336.10, and this is where I think Ray starts to get salty, and he's going to spurg out here. I mean, this is always remarkable. I mean, how triggered Rage DeVito actually is. Uh, you know, actually, he gets here three three thirty six ten. What did I say? Yeah, three thirty six ten. Here we go. Yes, muy lento. Turbo uh, Melendez. That's who we're supposed to show respect for. Turbo. <laughs> oh my God! This, this. So Ray's getting like inside information about the names of Stuttering John's kids. He thinks this is a joke. He thinks this is an own. He thinks Stuttering John's gonna. Stuttering John's been hearing like jokes at his kids' expense for the last you know three years. From Carl and Shul and everybody else who makes fun of Stuttering John. So when Ray mentions Turbo Melendez in Ray's brain, he thinks like it's a super fucking own. Stuttering John doesn't give a shit about this. This took, a, this took a crazy turn. Ray, are you are you a mole for fucking the Shuli Network Shuli. or Carl? No. Who are you working no. for? 
I'm not going to sit here and let some guy trash me. That who sent you? Who sent you? Funny joke in his fucking life. I got to listen to this Brother, guy. Mark, okay, okay, Ray. If I trash you, why can't you come up with something to trash me back? Right. But instead, you go for kids. Right. Mind you, Ray prides himself as, as being a comic, and when confronted, when and it's just you know, at the end of the day, it's just good nature ribbing. It's not like John was trashing Ray. And Ray has to fight dirty now. It was like some like basic ass jokes and laughing about a cheesesteak. I mean, this is what set Ray DeVito off here. So who's the fucking coward now, Ray? You just how said, go ahead and you just literally you said 45 minutes ago. Danny G, I, I mean, like, that's rich from Ray to call stuttering John an old loser. It's like, Ray, look at yourself in the mirror. There's another, another instance I don't know if we're going to get to, but Ray also calls stuttering John a drunk and he should go and drink more Coors Light. It's like, Ray, that's all you do every fucking show. That means you're too famous and you got everyone that has to buy you yeah. flights across the country. You Who's can't afford to get yourself. You're living in today, Ray. You can't afford to get yourself. You're living in today, Ray. I pay rent here. I pay yeah, rent. Okay. 200 and a month. Places I live. <laughs> Fucking hack. You run the fucking places. tonight, though, and now you need hack. grown men to fly you across the country because yeah, you can't yeah. fucking afford to do it yourself. It's like, right, Patrick is flying you out to Las Vegas because you can't do it yourself. What are you talking about here? All right, but you got to fucking all work out. Is that why I own a house and have fucking three pensions, you dumb fuck? Is that why you have a family that doesn't talk to you? Oh, How come your family Jesus doesn't Jesus Christ, it's Valentine's Day. I why did your family not talk to you, John? I talk to him all the time, Ray. You do? Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently, it took you that you haven't talked to him in so long. Today, they finally reached out and said, Dad, don't worry if people make no, fun of us. No, we they told care. me that a, for Why a didn't long they time. tell you that fucking eight years ago? They told me that a long time. All right, then why are you so sensitive about it? Because I don't want people fucking with my kids. But now I don't give a shit, Ray. But I'm saying, why can't you do it for me? That's a good point. It's like, you know, Ray, again, you can't find one thing to make fun of stuttering John for. I mean, besides the things, I mean, you have to also have some self-awareness, right? It's like you can't make fun of Stuttering John for being an alcoholic because you are also an alcoholic drug addict. Uh, you know, you can't make fun of Stuttering John for being an old loser because you are also an old loser. So, I mean, those were his two biggest things. And also the kids here, the, the whole, you know, Turbo Melendez thing. It's like, that's just fighting dirty. I'm not a fan of the kids the making fun of the kids thing. It's like, again, as a comic, when you have to resort to the lowest of hanging of fruits, uh, it's it's very telling of what kind of person you truly are, Ray. And not fucking have to go to children. That's called a coward. Right. I am making fun of you. You haven't done shit in 25 years. Oh, really? Six years ago, I was the host and wrote for the CBS fucking yeah, three- A Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Everyone knows that would be making like making fun of, you know, insert big movie star here, uh, like Tom Cruise for not doing a movie and a great movie in 20 years. Um, It's like, yeah, but it's like Tom Cruise's career was solid all around. John had I mean, com compared to everyone else on the screen, John had a, you know, a, a great career. He was on Stern. It was on Leno. He did ro like big time roasts. Right. What do you have to show?
What do you have to show for? I mean, your open mic gigs? And that's why, I mean, this is what infuriated Ray, because he had nothing. He had nothing. And we're going to watch him. I mean, really, like, get to his fucking cracking point here. I make more money than you make in a year. I make more money than you make in a year. I make more money than you make in a year. I make six a year, you Yeah, why don't you guys roast battle? Oh, wow, you hear that? Okay, guys, guys. I make six figures a year, you hack. What do you make? What are you I make six figures a year. I do not. John, John. He's like, I barely made fucking 10000 this year. If it wasn't for Kevin, I would have made fucking 1500 bucks all year. I mean, we have to understand, like, Ray does free open mic nights. There was one time I had Ray DeVito on this show, and he was riding his bike like 25 miles across New York City to go do an open mic show for no money. I offered Ray, I'm like, Ray, why are you doing this show? Why wouldn't you just stay on this show? I'll pay you 50. That's more you're going to make at the open mic night. And so he bailed. He didn't do the open mic night, and he stayed and, and made the 50 bucks. It's like, that's how, you know, you make your money. Um, it's like, you know, it, but it's funny how he admits it. He's like, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm a broke fucking poor. It's bad. I do. John, yeah. would you? Yeah. John, let's yeah. roast him. Yeah. Who's yeah. roast him, Ray? John, we'll John, let's. Battle. We'll do it joke for joke. Yeah, yeah, joke for joke. You you versus Ray. No, not, not right now, now. Not, not now. Right we'll do no, it. No, I'm just playing. We'll do a roast battle. Yeah, yeah Bubz says, what about the Bollywood movie? Oh, wait, there was none. Yeah, he showed us a picture on the last hard hunting. He's like, yo, guys, ready for this fucking Bollywood fucking picture? This movie that I said I was in? That I was going to prove you all wrong? And he shows us a picture of like him in a scarf to I think which Dr. Chow sent uh, that picture to his forensic audit team, and uh, it got forensically uh, analyzed, and it was actually a doctored Photoshop image or something. Chow, I, I don't know the full extent of it, but if you want to let people know in the chat what was actually going on with that picture, uh, feel free. Here's the quick. So you can see Ray's really starting to get uh, a little butt hurt over this whole thing. We'll go to three forty-two fifty. And it just simply says Ray is still salty. So let's go uh, fast forward 342.50. And right here. look at Mel. He's supposed to fight Dixon. <laughs> no, Dixon turned it down, and uh, Melton has now taken. Yeah, fucking look at Melton. He wouldn't even fight me, the fucking fat fuck. He ain't fighting anybody. Don't Mel's, worry. Mel's, we're, we're, we're with that roast battle, you and me, John. With that melon back, you better hope he he doesn't fall on I'm his back. I'm you, so you better like a turtle. I'll never be able to get up. You're the one that put it out, so it's you and me, buddy. We're roasting. It's we're on, roasting. Dude. It's on. We're roasting. We're roasting. <laughs> we're roasting. <laughs> we're roasting. We're, we're gonna be roasted. Look at John. So be ready to fire back at me, homie. Since you're this world famous comedian, uh, we're roasting, buddy. We're it's roasting. Uh, <laughs> oh, look how mad he's getting, bro. He's seething. Oh, I, lo I love Rage DeVito. I love Rage. Imagine, by the way, like Ray looking over you as uh, you wake up from a nightmare, and this face is staring over your fucking bedside here with an axe and a blowtorch. <laughs> like, and a fucking, uh, you know, a rope. Rage DeVito. This motherfucker's gonna crack, man. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Hashtag tart hunting. 
Red Hot and John, will you train Chad to beat Fad? Oh, they're going to fight at Hackmania? Sure, I will. I will. They're trying to set it up right now. Uh, We're roasting, he says. Uh, 34350. We'll just keep it playing here. Uh, probably, probably can't leave the state anyway. Watch this. Turbo Melendez. Uh, Watch Ray Spurg here. This is amazing. He's going to Spurg multiple times in this episode. This is the first instance. Oh. Ray, don't be sad. John has less money than you. Oh, that's mean. Yeah. On Valentine's Watch Day. Ray. He's bouncing. Oh, he's bouncing. All right. Oh, my God. He's getting ready to blow. He's like, Ray's like a volcano that hasn't fucking erupted in 273 years. It's all starting to fucking come to a head. And it's going to be, I mean, just, I mean, epic. Epic is like really selling it short at the end of the day. It's going to be amazing. I don't have a lot of money. Yeah, we know, Ray. Watch this. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you say trigger? Somebody's triggered. We got to watch that again. Mean, yeah. On Valentine's Day, I don't know if that's possible. I don't have a lot of money. Yeah, we know Ray. And he's bouncing too. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, we're roasting, buddy. We're roasting. We're roasting. You guys really want to roast? No, it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. No, we need a day. It's almost like a retarded Trump, if you really think about it. If you really try to nail that impression, we're roasting, buddy. We're roasting. We're roasting. Spurg DeVito. <laughs> Look at him go. I mean, full tard. This is why we do it here. This is why we name the episode Tard Hunting for instances like this when Ray's completely triggered. <laughs> All right. We're roasting. We're roasting. It's we're roasting. It's you guys it's really want to roast? No, it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. No, we need a date. We need a fucking date. You want to do it in, in a couple of weeks? You want to do it sooner? Oh, my man. I need a date. Ray, right. Right. what do you need? Two well, weeks? Two, two weeks, weeks, John, right? Two we'll weeks. Get we'll give it a month. Let him, I want to. Not a month. A give month. Me a fucking month, Ray. We'll all uh, let's go to 345. Ray snaps on Stevie. Again, Stevie, just a casualty of war here. He's getting all the shrapnel. Now, this has been an interesting development to watch over the last couple of days, especially since. Ray's been going completely unhinged. Uh, his best pal, his best bud is good egg. Stevie Lou has been catching some of the brunt of this spurgery here. Watch him fucking completely shit on Stevie, who was an ally of Ray, but I don't think anymore. I think Stevie is an undercover tard hunter. Yeah, we'll work on it, but yeah, well, no, it's it's going down. I got shit I got to do, but then it's going down. Yeah, we'll we'll do it. We'll have fun, buddy. Keeps calling him buddy. That's how you know somebody's fucking. I mean, just pissed, and they call you buddy or pal, or I got you, brother. <sighs> Too good, man. Right. Too what good. could you possibly Shut up, have? Baby. You don't know how to fucking write a joke, so you're out of this. Wow. So this is just me. Uh, look at Ray's old butt hurt today. I love it. Kev. Well, yeah, drink a lot of Coors Light. John, you yeah. want me to take care of It's like, right, you drink the same amount of Coors Lights, if not more. It's What are you talking about? This motherfucker for you instead, and you can just Kev. sit home and relax and kick your feet up. <laughs> Kev, I think you really got him riled up. No, you know, John, I'm, I'm, I'm roasting the fuck I'm out roasting of John. You. I'm roasting you. It's, it's, yeah, it's going on. So, again, John wants no parts of this. He doesn't really even give a fuck at the end of the day. Like, it would do nothing for stuttering John. And it's 
you'll see Kevin Brennan. It was this episode, and then I think Friday's episode where they had Ray versus Stuttering John Part Two. It's like Brennan's really pushing for this roast. I get it; it would make for good entertainment, but John doesn't really care for this sort of stuff. Like John has accomplished enough in his career where he doesn't need to subject himself to this level of, quite frankly, uh, cringe behavior. <laughs> So, Kevin, I mean, to me, over the last couple of days, it, it's come off as desperate. And I've talked to some people about this and, you know, they all kind of agree and we kind of, uh, you know, kind of all are aligned on this same thing. It's just coming off as desperate to keep trying to push this Ray versus Stuttering John roast battle. We're roasting. We're roasting. He says. Again, I don't think it, I don't think this will happen. And in the moment, if we're just judging by in the moment roast jokes, joke for joke, Stuttering John's got this one all day. That deserves a a scowl. Let's keep watching. So yeah, it's going I'll, on. I'll, I'll I'll decide when the date is, John, and it's you and me, buddy. Holy shit! Jesus now Ray Christ. runs shit, and he decides. Yep, I run date? shit. I run shit. <laughs> I run shit right now. I'm running shit. Does this look like the face of somebody who's running shit? Ray is actually quite literally running shit. If you guys catch my drift. We're roasting. We're roasting. When the date is, John, and it's you and me, buddy. Holy shit. Jesus now Ray Christ. runs shit and he decides. Yep, I run I'm running I shit. Run shit. <laughs> I run shit right now. I'm running shit. I want to jump Look how mad he's getting. <laughs> I'm, I'm running shit right now. Yeah, I got this. Ray, you're not running anything. You're not running. You're running your credibility, or, I mean, even if you had any credibility, but whatever credibility you had left, you're running that straight into the fucking ground. That's what you're running. You're not running a goddamn thing, Ray. Everyone's just, I mean, I don't know. We're just, I, I, I couldn't be happy. I mean, what a time to be alive, right? What a time... To take a breath in and rejoice at the downfall of Spurg DeVito. I want to see what's happening. <laughs> I don't even want to say yeah, stuff because I might use it as jokes in the roast battle. So. Yeah, don't get, don't take yeah. your hand. All right, let's go to four. This is the last clip. Four two ten, and this is Ray's final Spurg here. Let's go four o two ten. Let's watch him just completely lose his fucking mind. Be making fun of you. The voice of reason was starting to my man Ray. Did anyone see his work with Eastside Dave? I didn't. I don't they know. talking but about I, I when Adam, the desk got I, smashed? I got to jump off right about now. I got a show tonight. I said I need right. to. All right. Yeah, someone's someone does comedy, John. Can you believe yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, okay. here. Okay, I get it. You don't perform stand-up comedy. Open mic. Somebody does here. Yeah, somebody performs stand-up Oh my God. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better fucking a clip here. Someone's got to screenshot this. Make a meme. We're roasting. We're roasting. I'm going to roast you. So Ray's big idea. We've talked about this on Turd Hunters a little bit. Turd Hunters, I said. Wow, Turd. <laughs> turd Hunters. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Uh <laughs> oh, that's too good. Let's child, let's rename the uh the podcast series from Tard Hunter <laughs> the Turd Hunter. 
so goddamn good. It might as well be at this point, right? Fuck, man. Uh, what was my point? Uh, Ray Spurging? I don't even know. Oh, yeah, this, that was my point. Ray's... <laughs> Stuttering John wants no parts of this. So Ray's idea, he's going to... Uh, like, this is what Ray's going to do. Imagine if I said I'm going to roast Ray DeVito. Ray wanted no parts of this. So I just pulled up a, a picture like this and just started roasting my TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hashtag turd hunters. <laughs> Swing and an epic miss here. Uh, let's watch him here. I'll go, I'm going to rewind here and uh, we'll watch him. Go back here. I'm gonna put it on full screen real quick. And uh yeah, they're talking but about I, I when the, Adam, the desk got I, smashed. I gotta jump off right about now. I got a show tonight. I said I can All go right. to <laughs> All right. Yeah, someone someone does comedy, John. Can you believe yeah, it? I get it. You don't perform stand-up comedy because somebody mic. does here. Yeah, somebody performs stand-up comedy. Yeah. Well, you should try and open mic because you're gonna need some fucking I'm retired. I'm retired. I'm well, retired from stand-up comedy. I haven't. I haven't. So you got roast jokes coming Yeah, well, way. you got it. I don't have and to And let me think about the date when it's going to be. And yeah. we'll see. No, we'll no, no, see no, no. I'm not, I'm not doing I'm not roasting a loser. Oh, you're so funny. Nobody. You're so good. You're so good. You're so funny. Uh, go oh, do your you're open a celebrity. You're go a celebrity. Your Hi, John. Hi, celebrity. Hello, 1991. How are you? Ahead and do your costume. How's Howard the Duck? Am I going to roast Howard the Duck? Who else was relevant in 1991? Look at him go. Who else is it? Patrick Swayze? Am I going to roast his... Not you. Go. Not you. You've Alf? never been yeah. relevant. I'm going to roast Alf. You've I'm never been you. relevant, Ray. I'm going to roast Mr. Herman's head. I'm going to roast Belvedere. Mr. Belvedere. You've done nothing. <laughs> See, Ray's problem is, is he can't handle the truth. And Stuttering John is coming at him with facts. Ray, no one knows who you are. Ever. You were never relevant. And this is building up and building up and building up. Until I mean Ray's gonna Ray's gonna lose it. Ari Jane, beware, beware. Doctor Chow, beware. I'm gonna have to you know change the locks on my doors. I feel because this is going to end. Carlos Danger. I mean, you might want to move. You might want to move. Going to roast you all that. Nothing. Magnum Pi. I'm nothing. gonna roast Magnum Pi. I'm gonna roast Isaac from the You've Love Boat. I'm gonna roast Isaac from the I'm gonna I'm gonna roast Vanilla Ice, Geraldo, Rico Suave. Oh my Rico god, Suave. I can't no believe more sleepovers, this. Ray. I thought today I thought it's gonna be an easy relaxing show. So this is gonna be a relaxing show. I really did. I don't I, even know my own. The I-80 Strangler says Brian. So yeah, we'll put a pin in it there. Uh you could catch more Ray DeVito coverage on hashtag turd hunters. <laughs> I'm fucking drunk. Show. Um, all right, let's get right off the screen here. Uh, I think that's going to conclude our Ray coverage. Let's jump into some more MLC disciples. The Kevin Brennan effect. 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 Oh. <sighs> I got no chaser. Ugh. Tune. Oh, I fucked that up. It's 
hard to play when you're drunk. Chatter says, what is this? It's my new Pat Dixon segment. He plays the piano. I play the guitar. I, I paid my dues. Bum, bum. Anywho, uh, speaking of Pat Nap Dixon. What is this? Grandma was right. Oh, we'll get to Joe Matarese later in the episode. I'm going to get to Pat Dixon. But before we get to Patrick Dixon. Anyone who's named Patrick in this universe stinks. You hear that? Melton? Dixon? Who else is named Patrick? Michael? Patrick Michael. Who else is named Patrick in this uh in this universe? He is basically <laughs> he is basically Metallica now. <laughs> That's too good. That's too good. Why did I play one for Metallica? Out of all songs I know, that's very cordy and open. Pat Oates, they're saying. What just happened, says <laughs> Uh, Anyone named Beloved? Patty C. Cups? Anyone named Patrick? It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. <laughs> um, before we get to Patrick, who are we covering? Butters, who are we covering? Pat Dixon. Before we get to Dixon, I want to go to Carlos Danger, uh, the one, the only, Danger. And uh, he was saying some good things about me and Dr. Chow. And uh, Dr. Chow, this is courtesy of Dr. Chow, so I do want to give uh, credit where credit is due because without Dr. Chow, I would have no idea this clip even existed. But just know that we watch everything. We see it all. We know what's going on from every which angle. People are reporting back to me. So I know what's going on, even when I don't know what's going on, all right? I do my show prep. You hear that, my lost interest? We do prep around here. Unlike some people, like Steel Toe. Guys, it's getting desperate. So come on, guys. Thank you. This is where we get in the last hour. It gets a little desperate. Uh, let's go on a roll. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on, guys. I couldn't even, like, do that unironically. I just feel so fucking stupid. Cringy and hacky. This is Carlos Danger. He has a few words for me and Chow. Chow, I'm curious to hear your opinion. If you'd like to call in for a quick three-minute thing, I don't want to get tied up because we'll save it for Tard Hunters, but you did show me this. I do want to play it. This is Carlos Danger's thoughts about what me and Chow are doing on our new episode, Turd Hunting. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let's keep, or let's watch it unfold here. Unsufferable Bastards, which, by the way, Carlos is one of, like, I used to, like, not really enjoy Carlos all that much, but I've come to understand the what it is Carlos is doing, and um, I think we need more of Carlos' danger. I really do. 
Uh, so this is Insufferable uh, Podcast or Bastards Podcast. Uh, Cohen Bros tier list. Cold takes on the hack first. Uh, we're going to go to 24, I believe 45, which it's loaded up. And this is what Carlos had to say about yours truly, Win by 2 Radio. Who knows to Win by 2 Radio? And Dr. Chow. Check it out. MLC. Yeah. You know who's not a fan of Pat Dixon is uh, the Win by 2 guys, right? I don't know. What do you guys watch uh, Win by 2 at all? I'll come back to that thought in a second. Guys, you watch Win by Two at all? Uh, I don't know how you say your first name, so I'm just going to be American and just say Soren Ringholm. I apologize in advance. At 5.39 in the morning, he said, Pat tried baiting KB into saying something about Chad, but he wouldn't. KB said it's like he is the mother of all these hacks and tries to distribute his love equally. Uh Jared says, uh, I'm well, nice to see you. We got a win by who? And we got, look, we got Clay Dabbler, the famous Clay Dabbler uh, in the house. Guys, when you're roasting me, please don't call me win by who. It really uh, hurts my feelings. Thank you. House, welcome. But yeah, I know, win by two. I, I thought they've been interesting lately. Uh, I will say that, oh, uh, you know, picking on Ray or, or trolling Ray is, is, is lowest hanging fruit. Yeah, I mean, we're completely aware of that. It is. I mean, it's the lowest of lowest hanging. It's like it's not even low hanging. It's just like fruit that's been departed from a tree. It's now hanging. It's just chilling on the ground. You know what I mean? And we're just me and Chow are like walking through an apple uh, field or an apple tree field. And we see some apples on the ground and we're just kicking apples through the field. It's not low hanging fruit. It's not even hanging. You know, how could it be low hanging fruit if it's not even hanging? Uh, continue, Carlos. You know, one of the things that I'm uncomfortable about is this podcast. I mean, I'm 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 a hack, right? I'm barely a podcaster. You fucking hack. My podcast is just becoming the Ray DeVito podcast. It just became centered around Ray DeVito, and I like Ray DeVito. Like we hung out, where we got we 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 had drinks together, we got hammered together. And what else did you do, Carlos? Was there a little uh, finger slippage in places you don't want to uh, disclose in? The open airwaves, huh? We're on to you, Carlos. We're on to you. Don't think you can escape this. It, the truth will find you, Carlos. It will find you. Trust me. Listen to my words as I speak through this mic. You can't run from the truth, Carlos Danger. And I said this on a tweet a couple weeks ago now. But I go, Carlos, when this house of cards collapse, is collapses, you will be the one. I think I said one to blame or something like that. I don't even know what I said, to be quite honest with you. Um, but yeah, they had a big sleepover, big slumber party with Carlos's co-host, Carlos and Ray. And um, so Carlos is like recalling some of these events. But then Carlos is going to, well, here, I'll just let Carlos speak for himself. Carlos! Consider him my online friend. So, but win by two with Dr. Chow. I feel, all that being said, I feel like, Win by two is found a groove in that yes. him and Dr. Chow are carving out this territory. Carved out. As like the red bar, I well, guess, of, no, of, of the no, shit verse, no, it seems. No. There is, I, I think they're pretty good together. I think Thanks, they're. Uh, but, you know, it's, come on now, with the, with the red bar, it's, it's, just, it's such an easy thing, right? I mean, I gotta take it, like, it's like, it's like a compliment, right? Because red bar, I mean, for every 
thing people shit on him for for having a disease and being old and gray and diapers and this and that and everything else the shitting on the podcast uh you know he's uh i don't even know where i was going with that i think he i was going to say he has good production but um but this isn't that you know what i mean tart hunting hashtag tart hunting isn't that it's in fact the the quite opposite. I, I'd venture to guess Red Bar would probably throw up in his mouth if he knew something of, of such low of low hanging fruits as uh, tart hunters. Anyway, Carlos, continue. I think. I mean, I have I sort of respect Chow. He drives me. He's a shitster and a troll. He knows it. I mean, those are harsh words, fighting words. But I do kind of respect him. He got docs and he kept doing this, <laughs> which, which I got to I got to respect. What a maniacal laugh, Carlos. Jesus. That uh, and he does his homework like he is sort of obsessed with Ray. I disagree with almost all of Chow's takes, but that's amazing. I kind of enjoy that he's out there and he's creepy out. I mean, me and Chow have been communicating uh, on Twitter a lot. I did tell him, uh, you know, the whole Sarah Silverman thing was a little weird for me and kind of became a little uh third relish by backed off yeah, i don't know anything point. about that sarah doing... silverman stuff you know that's it's not that's not what tart hunting is about it's about ray devito and not about kevin brennan and sarah silverman so that's you're gonna have to ask take that up with chow like the power rankings and all that but anyway yeah, you remember when dr chow used to do the power rankings whatever happened to that chow they don't like pat dixon i don't get it if it's like is that a generational thing no, it's not a generational thing. We just don't like Pat Dixon. We think he's a fucking loser and a creep and an obsessive weirdo. He brings up Chrissy Mayer on every single podcast. I mean, enough is enough. Somebody's got to say it. And again, there would be no relevance with Pat Dixon. Pat, listen, you would be nothing without Brennan. So you better suck the Brennan cock, you fucking weirdo. You obsessive old fuck. You boring old bastard. It's not a generational thing, Carlos. And I appreciate the kind words. I do. Um, but it's not, you know what I mean? It's it's just Pat stinks. Like there's nothing. There's no anything. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's why I don't like Pat. Anyway, uh, Carlos, continue. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. Because I'm 50, right? I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm 50. I don't see, I don't really, is it just that? I don't know. The newer guys don't, younger guys don't, aren't into that? Or is it just because they're, they're trying to be the red bar of the hack verse? Why does it always got to come back to the red bar? That It's just like Pat Dixon stinks. He's garbage. He did one good thing, and that's punched Gino Bisconti in the face. That's all he did. Outside of that, it's pretty much nothing. So that was Carlos Danger's take. Thank you, Carlos. <laughs> Insufferable ba uh, Bastards podcast. Thank you so much for your kind words. Uh, let's get into Pat Dixie. Um, I'm having a great time. Are you guys having a good time today? I'm having the time of my life. Fucking feeling good. Look at Pat Dixon. Almost four thousand fucking views. You guys having a good time today? That's all we can ask for. I take Pete, Pat Dixon to bed with me every single night, says Keena K. <laughs> you know? 
I mean, that says it all right there. And that's what Pat Dixon's podcast should be used for and nothing else. I'm having a rock and <laughs> I'm having a rolling rock enjoying this. Thank you. Nathan Bickle says yes to. Damn, Blade, don't break your mutt yet. Sorry, I just, I, I'm carried away right now, man. I'm, the whiskey's flowing. Yep, what else on the guitar? Crazy. I could play a little crazy. Hold on. The guitar is here. Remind us what play. We'll get the Dixon in a second. As I'm doing a Dixon right now. This is my Dixon, best Dixon impression. Although he plays like garbage piano music. I play like actual rock tunes. shit now. Anywho. <laughs> uh, Alright. Pat Dixon, let's do it. Pat, your time is now, Pat. Your time is now. Now, remember, I covered Pat Dixon. I was the first. I'm a pioneer of my time. I know. Thanks. Save your pause for later. I'm a pioneer of my time. I covered Pat Dixon. January 6th, the big Blade Surrection. You guys remember Blade Surrection? Nine hours. A show. Who else is doing nine hours? And I know what everyone's thinking. Oh, Red Bar does nine hours! <laughs> I know, so save it. Besides Red Bar. He does one nine-hour show six, every six months. And that's it. Nine hours, Blade Direction. We covered Patrick Dixon, how he was being creepy with Kate Meany. Remember, this is where the sound drop comes from. In 8.7. And if you guys don't know where that sound drop originated from it's, it's an inside joke from us at the mod squad but pretty much bex was feeling herself one night and she rated my show in 8.7 in 8.7 <laughs> she rated my vibe in my show in 8.7 i thought it was fantastic so uh, we got pat dixon to say it while he was uh like doing this virtual podcast virtual dating podcast with kate meany and he zoomed in on her tits and it was in that moment i realized this pat dixon he ain't no good man he ain't no good uh, so we've been kind of watching Pat from afar, at least I have. I've been watching Pat from afar, and I, I just can't comprehend how Pat Dixon is getting like 500 fucking live viewers, and people are just throwing their cash at Pat when he's like not doing anything. You know what I mean? It's like, what is it that he's doing that warrants 50 gifted memberships? Um, yeah, you know, if you want to say, oh, it's a jealous thing, you're just like hating on him. It's like, no, it's just like I, I, I expect better, especially when all you're doing is just kind of riding the coattails of MLC, playing my lost interest clips. I mean, it's it's just like do better, Pat, do better. But he can't, he can't. So re uh, remember that. So this is uh, Pat. He goes on every night at eleven o'clock. Let's go to Wednesday night. When he had Tuki on, aka Rocco, 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 Rock and Rollin, Rocco. So remember how we watched that clip earlier from Gino, Tuki, and Rocco. Um, and Tuki was like, 
Oh, wait, what did I say? Gino, Tukey, and Rocco? That they're the same person. It was Gino, Tukey, and Frankie McDonald, and Tukey was singing Frankie McDonald's praises. We get to this show, and uh, watch how Tukey... Listen to how Tukey actually thinks of Frankie McDonald. Uh, And we're going to play a couple clips, a couple Chrissy Mayer references here. If I could find my goddamn notes... Pat Dixon, KB, Pat Dixon, Tukey. Um, all right, so first first and foremost, before we get to any of this Frankie McDonald stuff, Pat Dixon is just the latest guy to jump into the... Here it is. The Steel Toe World. Let's watch. And his... And his real, you know, his beloved wife, right? I mean, like, you're supposed to, like, really, I would imagine, uh, you know, your wife is somebody you care about above all others. You've sworn to have and hold and protect and all that shit. Mm. And it's, you know, I know, I understand not everybody takes the vows all that seriously. But, uh, yeah, uh, no one less seriously than Steel Toe, apparently. Pimp my wife. All right, here we go. I got to do my freestyle. So you guys have to remember, when like I was covering Steel Toe back in January of 2023, and then Melton jumped on board and, and Chad, but I give Chad a pass because Steel Toe was making fun of Chad on a daily basis. It was unpopular to cover Steel Toe. I mean, I didn't start covering Steel Toe because it was trendy or it was cool. You know what I mean? I covered Steel Toe because I, I mean, I watched Steel Toe. He popped up in my algorithm out of random, complete randomness one day. And I took one glance at Steel Toe and I'm like, holy fuck, this is a gold mine. And it took me like maybe two months to to come around to it. And then when we I had our first show back in 2023, January 7th, 2023, was our first uh instance of Steel Toe coverage. No one else was doing Steel Toe. The Steel Toe boring Reddit wasn't even available. It wasn't even a thing. No one knew who Patrick Melton was. Nobody knew Chad Zumach, really. MLC wasn't really making, you know, money hand over fist. This world as we know it was completely, I mean, this world didn't exist, you know, uh, when I first started covering Steel Toe. So I didn't start covering Steel Toe because it was a trendy thing to do. But that's what Pat Dixon is doing here. Again, there's... Every show covers Steel Toe. Now, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a trendy thing to cover and shit on Steel Toe, much like it is with Chad Zumach. So to do this, it, it just screams of uh, desperation. You're desperate. You have nothing else but to watch Steel Toe. Again, we watch Steel Toe because we've been covering Steel Toe from the very beginning, practically. Well, not the beginning of their inception, but, you know, you know what I mean. Pat's doing it because... He thinks this is trendy and this is what people are going to like and this is what's going to get him views and when people clip this, it'll get clicks and downloads and this and that. He's not doing it because, uh, you know, he's been there from the beginning or he actually gives a shit about it. He's just doing it just because it's, like I said, trendy. Style. Oh, man. I'm very curious. Do the... oh, you have man. any idea of what you're doing? I have no idea what I'm I, I would okay. Now, first of all, like I would be just my mind would be buzzing, and I know like it's his wife. He's been with her a thousand times. He's you know maybe he feels like he's bored or something. However, you know she should still turn you on when she does something like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, cannot imagine sitting in my underwear 
doing a show, but I am also not a woman. But but what wait, is he about? To, what does he say? He's gonna freestyle. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna freestyle. He oh. says he's gonna freestyle again. Dixon covered my lost interest. You couldn't just go to the episode to the timestamp like we the rest of us. It's you know the short and lazy approach, and this is my issue. It's it's when people are just throwing him money hand over fist, even though there's no super chats right now. But rest assured, there's probably a lot coming. Demand better. Demand better. Hashtag Blade 2024. Well, I'm not convinced it's freestyle. So, wait, wait. So can you pause it for a second? Of course. So Aaron is not only an excellent broadcaster. He's not only an amateur boxer. Amateur. And you can't be like, if you're playing the piano, you know what I mean? You can't be much of like a man who should be taken seriously. Like when I think of uh, a, a a piano player, a pianist, pianist, I think of uh, what's his name, Freddie Mercury. Is that his name from Queen? No, is it Freddie Mercury? Right. I'm drawing a blank. You know, Freddie Mercury, Elton John, like a lot of these, like, for lack of better terms, queers. Isn't it Freddie Mercury though, or am I? Who the fuck is Freddie Mercury? Yes, was. Yes. Okay, people are saying. Cool, cool, cool. Keanu on fire with the puns. What Keanu saying? Keanu! Keanu, did Gino ever get them stamps? Or are you still waiting on them stamps? Kiki's mom. Do I know Kiki's mom? Let's see if I know it off the top of my head. It's been a while. It's been since, like, July. to sing. I got it. Keanu's mom. Anyway, you can't look much like a like a guy playing piano. It's only cool to play guitar, by the way. Um All right, so that's, I just wanted to show you, Pat is just the, the latest guy to cover Steel Toe. And it's, if you're just now starting to cover Steel Toe, it's gay, cringe, hack, and just, you know, it's the lowest, cheapest, talk about low-hanging fruit. I think Steel Toe is, is lower on the fruit-hanging uh, gauge spectrum than Ray DeVito is, actually, now in this juncture that we find ourselves in, this time and place. We find ourselves in. Uh, let's go to fifty three thirty, where Pat says he has Chrissy's nudes. You, uh, I mean, that's crazy. So again, we've uncovered this, but Pat Dixon, every goddamn episode has to bring up Chrissy fucking Mayer. And now he's gonna, I think, make the claim that he has her nudes or likes her nudes or something about her nudes. Again, Pat Dixon and uh, and I was gonna say Keanu. Sorry, no disrespect, Keanu. Pat Dixon and Chrissy got divorced in like 2013 or 14. It's been well over 10 years. Let it go, you old fucking obsessive freak. Let it go. <laughs> well, we're all going around. I mean, like, it, it's, it gets me all the time. People will say stuff, and I just am like, I don't know. Like, what, 
what's real any, anymore at all. Somebody sent some. Uh, and by the way, no one's ever going to bring up his suit. The fact that you're wearing a suit with a tie on a podcast. Take the suit off. Who you retrieve? Like what? You know what I mean? No one ever brings up his suit, but why? I mean, why are you, you're not doing like the news? You're covering steel toe. There's no need for a suit. Uh, nudes, uh, supposed nudes of uh, I saw some anyway of Chrissy Mayer. Mm-hmm. And wow, uh, he saw some nudes of Chrissy Mayer. And it's like not even that shocking. I mean, you used to fuck her. So, you know, to see nudes isn't really that big of a deal. But the fact that you're bringing up 12 years after the fact is a little alarming. And, and like you're letting us all know, you know, I saw that would be like if I brought up a girl, a girlfriend I had back in 2011. It's like, you know what, guys, I just saw a nude of fucking, uh, you know, Kiara. Yeah, my my ex-girlfriend was a black chick big boned big face big lips <laughs> big tits big ish you know Kiara me and her had I mean crazy sex talk about jungle fever <laughs> oh god but I mean how ridiculous would it be if I was bringing up Kiara's nudes on my show you'd be like what get over it you fucking weird simp uh, let's go to 55.30, another Chrissy mention. I mean, this guy can't get Chrissy out of his mouth. If I was Chrissy, I'd be like, you know, every time you bring me up on a podcast, I want fucking a dollar. You know what I mean? She'd be fucking loaded. She would never have to do the wet spot. She'd never have to do Chrissy Mayer in the morning. She'd be able to put her baby through fucking college by the amount of times Pat Dixon brings her up. I mean, it's it's really remarkable stuff. What is wrong like, how does your face get that bloated? Like, it is like, it looks like she got stung by a shitload of bees before she went on that show. Chrissy is his yeah. biggest credit. But almost as like her makeup regimen. She's like, bring the bees. I need to look extra puffy. Right. Like, it was intentional. May I think Dr. Steve, I don't know what he said, but uh, I'm, I'm sure it was helpful. Ah, uh, well, uh, she is very hungry and also allergic to food. I think that might be it. She's allergic to food, but mm-hmm. she can't stop eating. It does look like an allergic reaction or something. You pop uh, off one kid, and it's like, I mean, Jesus. Didn't yeah, you? right? She totally fell apart after one. Gives us something to look forward to with Chrissy Mayer. She's very pregnant. And, uh, and, and like, look at Tukey. Like, Tukey's uh, usually quick, you know, with the rebuttals. Tukey has nothing. Even Tukey knows this is fucking insane. I mean, imagine. Then you got people like Muta Grouse saying, Blade, you should wear a suit. I mean, imagine if I showed up in this fucking setup in a suit. The day I show up, the day I show up and do a podcast in a suit is the day I retire. Is the day I call it quits and we're doing a funeral bit to send off this show and I'm in a suit. That's it. You're never going to see me in a suit. I want to be comfortable. You know, I'm not trying to impress anybody. So, you know, I'm not trying to look dapper. You know, um, yeah, we're not going to be wearing a suit, Muta Growl, anytime soon. Um, where'd that chat just go? Gino says, Gino's in the building. Is, you know, 
Gino's a bitch. Oh, that was the wrong fucking slider. But anywho, Gino says, Garth Brooks, he's addicted to Adderall. You mean Garth Brooks. <laughs> Gino really called Garth Brooks Garth Brooks. Isn't Garth Brooks dead? Garth Brooks, he's addicted to Adderall, a.k.a. prescription meth. Oh, boy. I showed a clip of him totally tweaked out yesterday in his defense. It's definitely under more control than it was when he hit me. Interesting stuff. I saw Gino again yesterday on his show on Gradcast going, you know, oh, you know, win by two, the red bar, the, you know, whatever he was saying. You know, because all he does is clips or whatever. I forget exactly what it entailed, but then you got Gino like for like two and a half hours watching clips. It's like, you know, now Gino's starting to turn into a blue bar or whatever they call him. Um, one, I did, I did see some of that though, Gino, and I will say Pat looked, I mean, completely fucking tweaked the fuck out. One forty five twenty. Dixon promoting Hackamania. Um, nah, that's not really important. More Chrissy talk though. One fifty, hour and fifty minutes in. I mean, guys, I mean seriously, I I taught everyone how to control F and search through the transcript of a YouTube video. If there's a show transcript button on a video like most videos have, just go to the video, show transcript in the description now. It's moved. So you have to go into the description, click show transcript, and if you have a Windows computer, click control F. At which point, a little box will pop up. April Emholt knows a thing or two about little boxes. I'm so dry. Um, a little box will pop up and you will just search in a keyword. Like Chrissy Mayer. And if you search it on a Pat Dixon show, I mean, it's like almost every show guaranteed. Just like Shuli and the BS show use My Lost Interest clips every fucking show, Pat Dixon is bringing up Chrissy Mayer on every single show. It's weird. It's obsessive. There's no point. He's shoehorning it in. You know what I mean? That's my issue with Pat. Amongst other things, too. He's not funny. He wouldn't have an audience without Kevin Brennan. I mean, I can make a laundry list of it. He's very dry. He's on at 11 o'clock, grifting his fucking life away. He's not doing anything. He's he's doing steel-toe shit now. I mean, Pat, the, that train has left the station nine months ago. You know? That's my issue with Pat Dixon. And then Chad calls you out and you back down and cower away like a little bitch. It's like, you're a fucking, you're a phony. You're a fucking straight up fucking phony. This town ain't big enough for the both, uh, both of us, Dixon. So, I don't know if we're going to do an old western standoff or what, but... One of us has to, uh... Well, one of us are going to have to go, Dixon. That ain't going to be me. I'll be here. So I'm going to rap battle Little Mirror and do an old Western standoff with Pat Dixon. Holy shit. I'm out over my skis. That's what Gina would say. Uh, anyway, another mention of Chrissy uh, Mayer here. Uh, guys, Keanu or Gina, when did that they actually get divorced? 2013? 2012? You better hope John lives to 100 or this verse is over. Psycho Shaman says, God damn, you trained her, didn't you, Gino Bisconti? Good. Good on you. Peter Sky Parker, uh, it was like spending $1,000 on scratch-offs and celebrating that you won $2, uh, something like that. 
They date it 10 years ago. Right, right. 10 years. I mean, it's remarkable. Check this out. I was always hanging around on the bottom levels of that and just sort of around, like doing little open mics and shows. And then over the years, then I started to see him on MLC. I'm like, that's weird. Oh, I saw him at Compound, of course, too. But he would just show up and sit on the couch mostly. And he would right. show up when he's not scheduled to be there or anything. And he would interject a lot. And he would interject at times when it was like mid-sentence for somebody. He had no sort of consideration for any, like, you know, like we're doing a show, you know. I mean, like, he would show up on Chrissy Mayer would have him sitting there on the couch. Another Chrissy Mayer. Week. And she would have that other fucking, that weather retard from Canada behind her. Wow. Frankie McDonald. That weather retard. Hear that, Frankie? Gino, you got to start paying Frankie more, too. I mean, or just start paying him. Not even more. I don't even think you guys pay him now. But remember we watched Tukey fucking cuck up the Frankie McDonald when he was live on air? Well, now Frankie McDonald comes back up again. And uh, this was, I think, the day prior, two days prior. And that weather and retard from Canada behind her on the oh, monitor. Back. And she would have that other fucking, that weather retard from Canada behind wow. her on the oh, monitor. Uh, Frankie McDonald. Yeah. Get your Pepsi. Get your Chinese food. Tell the people in Nova Scotia there is a huge tornado coming. Get your Pepsi. Your Chinese food. People in Nova Scotia. <laughs> exactly. And he would break in with that shit anytime. It's like, where was that when you were face to face with him, fucking Rocco? Just and Bobo. Quietly forever. And then he'd do that. Yeah. And Bobo. So, all right. That was uh, Wednesday's episode with Tukey. Again, Pat's gone full fucking, I mean, he's really just, I, you know, there's no hope for Pat Dixon. It's just another stream yard show, another green screen show. Just just give me super chats. I'll read your super chats and we'll cover Steel Toe. I mean, again, we're watching the same shows over and over and over and over and over. And you need to snap out of it at a certain point. You need to wake up and realize I'm watching the same thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck. I try to at least break it up in what I do here. I don't want to cover the same shit. But all these guys, I mean, they couldn't give two fucks as long as you keep paying them fucking money. Let's go. We're going to go to uh, another Pat Dixon clip, man. Pat fucking Dixon. I hate your guts. You fucking loser. Oops. Shit. Did you guys just... Oh, Fuck. God. Oh, wait. Okay. Hold on. Restore. Bang. We're back in my voice at all. Really? I mean, personally, it was fine. She's she over here. Like that more. Shut up. It annoys me more now wait, that I'm shut not. Up. Anyway. Um, I know, but dude, <laughs> Gronenstein. Neil, what? Now is not the time, Neil. Settle the fuck down. I mean, everything is just going haywire on me right now. Bear with me here for a sec. Just bear with me for one sec. My shit just restarted. Uh, there's Joe Matarese looking like a fucking four-eyed freak. Ah, <sighs> God damn it! Sorry about this, guys. Give me one sec here. Everything's reloading on me. Hashtag turret hunters. Oh, you're about. Oh, Okay. All right, we're back up to speed. I don't hate the guy, but yeah, it was Where's just MLC. From, it was really pissing me off. Uh, first of all, so that's great. First voice I hear is Rage Devito. 
Um, all right, so let's go. This was Pat Dixon with Kevin Brennan on, I believe, Friday night. I think it was Friday night. And uh, we're going to go to... Where are we going to go here? Guys, help me out. I'm losing fucking... I'm losing steam here. Help me out. Where am I going? Oh, fuck. Pat Dixon, KB, 115. Oh, check this out. 115. We're going to watch uh, Kevin Brennan do a little ball washing to Anthony Cumia. Check this out. Like getting, we're all drunk and waiting for our food. And I don't know what happened, but me and Gavigan just started kind of fighting. And then Geraldo broke it up. <laughs> no good deed goes unpunished. Who's dead? Geraldo, the peacemaker. The peacemaker, as he's known. Fear no, I just want to highlight one thing, because... We opened the show with the Kevin Brennan effect. And Pat Dixon is one of, like a prime example of what the Kevin Brennan effect is. You know, it's, it's working in, in real time. Again, much like Joe Rogan did when he told everyone to start a podcast. It's the same thing with Brennan and how these guys are getting uh, amplified because of KB. And you have to understand, KB, like when you get to this position or any position of where your words and what you say actually hold some weight, you have to understand like the influence you have. And you can't just be telling people like Joe Matarese to start podcasting every fucking day. It's just, you know, there comes a certain point where it's like, you know, his last nine podcasts didn't work. What makes you think this time is going to work? So that, that's my whole thing. It's like, KB, you're being reckless with your words here. And now you got Pat, people like Pat Dixon, 500 live viewers and, and cleaning up in the Super Chats, and he's covering Steel Toe. Again, if he was doing some, like, good shit, I'd be like, all right, well, you know, at least he's doing good shit with, you know, with all this. He, I mean, he's not. He's, he's doing what everyone else is doing. My lost interest, Steel Toe, what, what happened? Let me fucking suck Kevin Brennan's nutsack a little bit. Who's Brennan mad at? I'll make fun of him. Who's Melton mad at? I'll make fun of him. You know, Pat, you stand for nothing. You stand for nothing. You know, looking like an old Filipino. It really is. You don't look good. Listen, I, 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 to my, to my deathbed, I'll say Kumia is, is, is a great person. I'm going to say, I'm going to say great man. He's just a wow, great person. Jesus. He's just a great, he's a fucking great guy. He's, you wow. know. He's funny as fuck, and he's just—he's a great guy to hang around with. So, but he don't look good in that studio. He is—he is great. I bet you that sixteen-year-old little uh, little girl or seventeen-year-old little girl uh, doesn't think Kumi is a great person. Maybe she does. I don't know. Either way, I mean, I don't know what your definition of a good guy is, but people who have to uh, sleep with and and take to prom. 17 year olds at all. I mean, that's that's no good guy of me, you know? We look down on those kind of people. KB, I mean, like, what are you smoking? A little ball washing Akumi there, 122.10. <clears throat> so a lot of these guys, they get gifted memberships, right? Uh, and they survive on these gifted memberships. And, and some people ask, like, what are these memberships? Like, what am I buying? When I buy a Pat Dixon membership, what is it that I'm actually getting? And shout out to KB for this because he actually presses Pat on this point because people are donating super chats. That's whatever. 
But when you're when you're getting a membership, a Pat Dixon membership, what is it that you get? Pat has not now mind, mind you, Pat's been doing this now since October, at least. November. He set up monetization probably in December. So it's been at least like two and a half, three months, I'd say, conservatively, where he could have figured out something to do for members. Uh, KB is going to press him on this membership thing, on, on what the memberships, what do you get for these memberships? And this is what Pat Dixon has to say. And the next day when they were, when they look at the video, and I know that this has all been litigated and talked about and shit, but it's just like, they were so fucking proud, you know, the, the way they, everything's a win, man. I mean, everything. Like, this is not a win in any, in any shape uh, or form. Gifted one Pat Dixon membership. What do you uh, get for the uh, Pat Dixon membership? They're $25. No, what do you get? Oh, uh... Wait, his memberships are $25? Why is your memberships 25 bucks? His memberships are really 25 bucks? Holy fuck. So what do you get for 25 bucks? Uh, I'm still working that out, you know? I, <laughs> sound like Levy now. I, well, I was... well, I'm still working that out. You get nothing. You get nothing. For 25 bucks, you get nothing. A free clip-on tie, says Ahab. <laughs> Other five, says Garth Brooks. Even still, you get nothing. You're just throwing it. You're literally just taking money, throwing it away. That's literally what you're doing. Don't ask me why I just have cash sitting here. But um, <clears throat> it's uh, fun coupons, as Jordan Belford said in The Wolf of Wall Street. So, anywho, yeah, you get nothing. So, Pat, I mean, you're just taking these people's money and you're not doing anything with it. And that's always been my biggest thing. It's like these guys, they make all this fucking cash, Brennan and Shuley and Dixon and Gino and this and that. Everybody steel toe and they do squat with it. They take it and they laugh at you. That's what they're doing. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. And I know I might get some fucking tomatoes thrown at my fucking face, but that's just the, 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 the reality of it. They're taking the cash and not doing anything with it. So for whatever it's worth, man, I mean, I just feel like this needed to be amplified and highlighted and, and broke down because no one is going to cover this. Melton's not going to cover this. Chad, I mean, God forbid you give Chad fucking a timestamp. He ain't looking at it unless it's clipped out already on a Reddit. Brennan, I mean, he's just happy that he has any sort of uh, camaraderie that's able to do MLC because his guests on a daily basis are Ray DeVito and fucking, you know, Stevie Lou. So he ain't going to fucking burn a bridge with Pat Dixon. Gino might cover this, but let's like, who's really listening to Gino? You know what I mean? Let's get real. So, I mean, this is just going to be looked past and looked over. No one's even going to bat an eye. But I'm here. That's why Blade is here. Again, vote Blade 2024. Thanks. I mean, everything. This is not a win in any in any shape. Uh, or form gifted one Pat Dixon membership. What do you get for the uh, Pat Dixon membership? You're $25. Fat no, what Dixon. do you get? <clears throat> oh, uh, not where I'm still working that out. You know, I <laughs> sound like leaving now. I, well, I was told though that like, no, you don't need to do anything. Just That's have fun. it. No, you got to do something. You got to give me your number or something. What is $25? Yeah. No, what do they get for $25? Kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, it's the lowest amount that YouTube oh. recommend. I think it was $2.99. I think it's $2.99. Oh. And it was $25. I'm so dumb. I'm feeling like Levy right now. 
Well, uh, Melissa Young gifted five. Thank you, Melissa. I swallow cum. Uh, All right, so uh, there you have it. <clears throat> For a, a membership at Pat Dixon's channel, you're not getting any members-only content. So have fun. Keep, uh, you know, keep buying the memberships. Have fun. Uh, 20215, the chatter gets real. I don't want to do that. Let's do one, one last Pat Dixon clip, 33027. And, uh, you know, this clip is going to pertain to, you guessed it, Chrissy fucking Mayer. What else is new? 33027. Where are we at here, guys? 330. Here we go. Perfect. 33027. We'll do. That's incredible. Yeah, exactly. You're talking about the shot. I know. That shot is nuts. That's that you should see. I have I have another one of uh, I showed a video the other night where I'm shooting full. Chrissy Mayer was actually there with her arms crossed. Wow. While I shoot. He, I mean, he really can't go 5 minutes. He Pat Dixon. I know you're listening. I know you're fucking listening. Try to make it an entire week without mentioning Chrissy Mayer. I mean, seriously, try that. And then maybe, may, just maybe, I'll eat some of my words. But until then, I mean, it's, is it, is this not insane? Is this not insane? Again, you don't hear me bringing up Kiara, my black fucking big titted ass lipped girlfriend from fucking 2009. Nuts. That's that you should see. I have I have another one of uh, I showed a video the other night where I'm shooting full. Chrissy Mayer was actually there with her arms she crossed. Of course she was. While I shoot. Yeah. Solid fucking podcast, guy. Solid fucking podcast. People are just like, take my money. You fucking. Hack. You fucking hack. Clown show. Cartoon slip. Anyway, let's keep playing. And it's one of those shots. I'm it was kind of staged a little bit, perhaps. <laughs> you know, where the balls would. All I had to do was pop a certain ball and it comes flying out. I mean, Tom was there. He's really good at lining that stuff up. He's like smoking. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought he was smoking the filter of a cigarette. Anyway, that's Pat Dixon, ladies and gentlemen. That's. Cars Danger, you wanted to know why I didn't like Pat Dixon. Well, I think I just did an hour on why I didn't like Pat Dixon. Uh, someone give me a song. I'm feeling inspired. Bust out the old guitar. Again, I'm in drop C. What's up, not sure, says yo, guys. What's up, not sure. Who smokes a filter? Mersh. Pat Pellegrino? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's insane. <sighs> Let me think of a song. Green Day, Green Day. Let's see if I know any Green Day. She's a Rainbow by the Stones. Green Day I got. Smells like Teen Spirit. I'm getting all requests now. I need an electric guitar for that, Stephen M. <laughs> Sam V says, play anything by DMX. Play some walk. Um, 
Walk the Line by Johnny Cash. I don't know any Johnny Cash, to be honest with you. Wait. Didn't I do Say It Ain't So already? Hold on. I'm also kind of drunk, so you got to bear with me here. Say it ain't so. I can't play and sing at, right now. Trust me, I'm just too fucked up uh, to try to do so. I just saw another song. I, I'm gonna try to play real quick. This might be the last guitar song I do though. Still way out of tune. Yeah, I mean, god damn it, logging road king. God damn it. First of all, it's in drop C. Second of all, it's not in tune to drop C. It's like a little sharp, probably. Try to refute that failed musician comment. better logging road king it just made me fucking tune my guitar in a goddamn podcast but i appreciate that well, i'm gonna take off my processing on my vocals here give me a sec there we go hit him up by tupac they're saying wow sorry that's very loud song did I just learned the other day? That's enough. We're done. We are done with that. It's fun while it lasted. Do I want to do this Joe Matter? Chris is saying play Jay-Z. Nefix, no filter. I remember you. Play the cure. <laughs> play something from Stranger. Remember yesterday. You and Pat should go. No, 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 no. YouTube user. That ain't happening. Sunshine, if you're love. <clears throat> you should see my chat right now. It's just all requests of songs. Play some Rush. Again, I'm going to need an, uh, an uh, electric guitar for Rush. I feel like it wouldn't sound, it doesn't translate as well. The only song I could play from Rush is Tom Sawyer, but it doesn't sound good on, on guitar. Remember the Jay-Z Linkin Park crossover? Yeah, we, someone, me and uh, someone was just uh, talking about Jay-Z and Linkin Park the other day. I mean, that was phenomenal. Phenomenal. People think Linkin Park is fucking cringe. I think Linkin Park was amazing. R.I.P. Chester Bennington. Um, and then they did that whole crawl. I mean, the what was it called? Um, fuck. I'm always bad when I'm on the spot here. What the fuck was that song, uh, the album called? Eruption, Victoria's saying. What Keanu said? Wagon wheel, performance. 
Encore. That's what it was called. Sorry. Yeah, the uh, Linkin Park Jay-Z uh, album was Encore. Wagon Wheelhouse? Okay, I don't know how to play any of this. What about Lane Biscuit? I'll I'll try to set up my electric guitar for next show. We'll do a full out performance. I'll bust out the smoke machine. It'll be it'll be great. ZZ Top. Now I'm getting holy shit, guys. I don't gotta. Th I'm like I'm not great on the spot. Like when people are just like do this, you know what I mean. I I need a second to figure it out. Uh, I like old Crow's version of Wagon Wheel better. Play whatever your faves are to play. Says Kate McDuck. Thank you, Kay. Oh, come on, PSP. I thought you got baggy pants now. All right, do we want to do some of this Joe Matarese? If not, we're getting out of here for the day. <clears throat> Joe Matarese. We'll just do, like, uh, one thing from Joe Matarese. And then we're, we're, we're splitting for the day. We've been on for about, let's look at the clock back here. We got a uh, pixelated clock. Let's check this out. Whoops, my background isn't even up. How long was that out for? I can't be getting drunk like this. 517, we've been going... Oh, we've been going four hours. That's not bad. I said we were going to be here for four or five hours. Uh, let's check out Joe Matarese. Joe Matarese, again, is just the latest uh, latest example of the Kevin Brennan effect. Now, mind you, why am I saying Kevin Brennan effect so much? Why is this episode called Kevin Brennan effect? Well, it directly correlates to the Joe Rogan effect. And Joe Rogan, if you guys don't remember, five, ten years ago, was going around to everyone telling them to start a podcast. One of his uh, guys who was telling him to start a podcast, who was this guy named Tom Papa. Sorry, I'm doing that way too much, but it's fun. Uh, Tom Papa. So this is just like an instance. Now, mind you, this dawned on me last night. And that clip I made this morning and then this shit I found was all just, I mean, within the last 12 hours. So bear with me. I bet you if I had a day, I could find more. But this is the shit I'm talking about, about the Joe Rogan effect. Uh, just kind of watch this. And then we're going to dive into Joe Matarese. Ever done was follow my interest yeah like what is it that i'm interested in like look there's no money in bow hunting either but i'm right. obsessed with bow hunting <laughs> right. you know but yeah I, I follow my interests yeah and if i can find a thing that i'm interested in i yeah. can follow that thing and right that, that'll lead to happiness no that's that was i mean I, I talked to you before i started doing this podcast you know i had i had one for a while but then when like shifting gears to this it was like uh that was your one thing it was like just follow your passion and 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 do what you turns you on and i have to say after doing the, the other version which was fine but it like i just so enjoy this now yeah. like it's so because it, there's no like oh i've got to do another thing it's like ah oh, this is a, this is exciting and it's so cliche like, yeah I know, I know so you have to remember this is what joe rogan was telling everyone it wasn't just tom Papa. i mean you could find example after example of joe rogan like encouraging people to start podcast right now, if we fast forward over to Tom Papa, how's Tom Papa doing today, you ask? Well, I mean, here, we'll give it a quick refresh so it's up-to-date numbers. Tom Papa, I mean, he's doing win-by-two numbers now. Who knows to win-by-two radio? I mean, you, you see here, I mean, here's a clip, 1.1K. Here's a clip, 666 views, the devil's number. Here's his latest podcast. I mean, Steel Toe does better numbers than Tom Papa, and Tom Papa had the Joe Rogan bump. 
So why am I bringing all this up, you may ask? Well, again, this has direct cor uh, correlation to the Kevin Brennan effect. You fucking hack! And now, Kevin Brennan, for the past, like I said, nine months, nine to 12 months, has been encouraging bottom-of-the-barrel, non-funny, bore-fest like Pat Dixon, like Ray DeVito... And the rest of the fucking hacks. You fucking hack. Uh, the latest guy is now Joe Matarese. He's been encouraging these guys to start a podcast, right? Start a podcast. Do a podcast. Be consistent. Go on every day. Take the super chats, he says. That's the Kevin Brennan effect we are now currently living under as I watch Alex Jones rant about the globalist here. I, I have to have... Infowars up so my computer doesn't shut down. So I just have a constant stream of Infowars. Hard times make strong men. Strong men make good times. Good times make weak men. Hell yeah, Alex. That's Alex's fucking wisdom for the day. Shout out to Alex Jones. Still doing it 30 years later. I mean, that couldn't be any more spot to fuck on. And that's a live feed, by the way. I didn't have that pulled up. Uh, anyway... From one side of the spectrum to the other, Alex Jones to Joe Matarese. Joe Matarese is on MLC this past week with the Sorcerer, who I did meet, by the way. The Sorcerer is a charming guy. A large fella, too. Guy towers over uh, my head. Now, that's not hard to do, given that I'm, like, fucking three foot nothing. I'm a little short fucking guy. Size of a Pez, I think Melton said one time. No, but I met the sorcerer. He was a good guy. Uh, you know, we were drinking beers, me, him, beloved chatter. And uh, I mean, they're I mean, they're as tall as like I mean, they, they could try out for their fucking like the NBA D League, and they'd probably make a fucking spot on that D League. They're tall, is what I'm saying. So Joe Matarese was on, and he's on with the sorcerer, who is a therapist. I don't know if he does this, like, in his real life, but he's definitely a YouTube therapist for sure. And he doesn't know, like, kind of the direction. He doesn't know what he wants to talk about. He doesn't know what he wants to say on his podcast. He just kind of knows he should be doing it because it, it would help, and it, it, it attracts an audience, and there's potentially money involved. I mean, he sees Kevin clean up, and he thinks, in his fucking dumb head, Joe Matarese, that is, he can emulate the same thing. He could do the same thing. I'm here to tell you, Joe, you can't. You can't. First of all, it's unsustainable. Second of all, I mean, you're just not that funny. I'm, I'm sorry. You're just not that funny. I've seen Joe Matarese's stand-up. It ain't good. I'll save you the trouble. So we have a couple clips, maybe just one or two here, which I have to scroll through and find now. MLC Joe Matarese. Maybe I just want to do one or two here. The KB effect in full swing. I mean, I think this probably would be a good one to play, given that the episode today is called the KB effect. So we'll go to, what I say, 119? Let's go to 119, the KB effect in full swing. Let's see how it's taking shape. If I can ever get this player to work. Here we go. 119 on the dot. 119 is always a great time. It's right around lunchtime. Lunchtime is probably my favorite time of the day, by the way. 119. Here we go. Sid, it's I, like, I tell you, know, you, last night, the podcast I did with this girl, Caitlin uh, Palufo, was the first one out of the 17 where I went, this feels right. 
going live on YouTube. Now it's like you're doing talk radio. Like I told you, I always wanted something that was like talk radio, where people are interacting with me live in the moment. It's at least it's like an audience is there. And now you can answer them right away. And then they answer you and then you answer them and then they answer you. Because I thought the whole time, this is going to suck for people to listen to in their car a week later. And then I realized, you don't need to do a show that they listen to a week later. Do a show like what you do. It's just it's after it's done, it's done, and then you do another one, and then you do another one, and then you do another one. They're not they don't have to be listened to like the old school podcasts. Like you go download it and listen to it on an airplane three months on ago. iTunes no. and Spotify. Joe, my and the reason again, I am not a so again. Joe Matteris is inspired. <laughs> by kevin brennan uh that now he this is what joe is going to start doing now he's he's seen the light much like joey c joe has seen the light he's just going to be doing nonsensical streams and boy i mean when i say nonsensical streams meaningless nothings streams we're going to get to it right after this we have one more clip from this episode here he thinks it's it's a good idea it's advantageous for him to just go live and he doesn't care if someone watches it back two weeks later because it's going to be irrelevant it's like put, again, this is just you're setting yourself up for failure, Joe. Again, Brennan, for everything I I ever said negative about him, one thing he is that I've always said is he is funny and entertaining. So maybe that's two things. You're not, Joe. You can't emulate the same thing. Trust me. All right. So don't fall into the trap of the KB effect. I know. It's, I mean, it's glamorizing. You see the money he's making hand over fist. And you're like, holy shit, I want a piece of that. I want some of that. But what's going to happen is you're going to go live every day for two hours a day. There's going to be seven people in your chat. No money's going to come in. You're going to experience what we like to call in the biz as burnout. And you're going to quit within two months. I mean, I've seen this story play out time and time and time and time again. The problem is, is you're a 50-something-year-old man who, who doesn't know what the fuck it is you want to do. You have to, and they say it on this podcast, so this is not even me being original with it, but it's just kind of seconding what they said. You have to find what it is you like to do and your niche and just go with it. Stop worrying about all this fucking outside bullshit. Just do it. The more you think about it and the more you talk about it, the less you're going to fucking do. So, I mean, that is the KB effect essentially in full swing. And we, we've seen, like, the effects of it with Ray DeVito. Look how good Ray's doing now. And I say that facetiously. Ray and Stevie Lou. Where's Stevie Lou's podcast? And, you know, Pat Dixon. I mean, he's, you know, he's accepting memberships and there's no members content ever. And he's doing steel toe stuff now. KB, again, you have to understand your words hold some sort of weight. So be cautious of the people you choose to prop up. I mean, the only really entertaining one out of the bunch, I, I will say, and I hate to even admit it, is Chad Zumach. That's a fucking fact. And now Chad hasn't been great as of late, but he's better than the likes of Matt Reese and DeVito and and. Nap Dixon, surely. So we have one more clip from uh, this show, and then we're going to show you Joe's show, his his 
idea of what a, a show is. 150, Joe doesn't know what he should talk about. Right, 150. Let's go to 150 here. Will you let That's me do that? Saying, but yeah, I would love to hear you go, Joe. I think these are your your three score lanes, like how you're saying Gaffigan's is food and what else? What else does Gaffigan talk about? We know Maniscalco's dad. We know... Uh, and, and, yeah, but we don't have time for all that. We, we're we're here to fix you. And what are my three things? What if you? No, no, no. It's like it's like when Barry Rib said to me, "I should do a podcast." I go, "Okay." He goes, "What should I talk about?" I'm like, "You're 80. You don't know what to fucking talk about. Then maybe you right. shouldn't have a fucking podcast, you old fucking man." Right, Matterese. Right. Do you hear that? If you don't know what to talk about, maybe you shouldn't have a podcast. I mean that that's the best advice I ever heard Kevin dish out ever ever. So so but but well, Joe, I no mean, one can tell you what to talk about. The key you, you, it has, you have no, to figure it out. The but key is, is that you can be in your lane no matter what you talk about. But I think yeah. that the, the sorcerer is kind of saying that fundamentally that is the problem is the fact that you need suggestion. Like you need right. to you, you don't know find your lane. It's like that. I have a learning and, disability and to know who the it. fuck I am. Joe, it's like if you if you're still again, and I, I think I said this earlier, but if I didn't, I'll, and I'm sorry if I did, I'll repeat myself. But if you don't know what the fuck it is you want to talk about on a podcast, guess what? Don't podcast that simple. Because this is what you, this is what winds up happening, right? This is Joe Matarese. This is what the best thing he could concoct in his brain. This is going to be the last thing we do here, guys. Thank you so much for everyone who stuck around. This has been fucking fan-fucking-tastic. Happy Sunday to everybody. This has been amazing. Amazing. Not even amazing. It's been amazing. One more time, fuck Pat Dixon. He stinks. Anyway, back to the show at hand. This is Joe Matarese. This is what he can concoct in his brain. This is what he thinks... This is his idea of good content. Let's check it out. Friday, 407, 407, 407 p.m. Say 407 one more time. Can you believe it? 407 p.m. For fuck's sake. We have another rate of veto on our hands. On, uh, on my Instagram page right now. I'll try to stay in the middle of the screen as they... Uh, and Joe, by the way, I didn't pick this up on MLC, but another guy indoors wearing a fucking beanie. And uh, another guy who's a four-eyed freak. Mind you, those are the one of the biggest revelations I've made in 2024 is a lot of these guys are now wearing fucking snow caps indoors. Joe, just another victim to the snow cap. And it's like, it seems that all the people we cover who wear fucking bifocals here seem to be like the worst guys in the world. Melton, Matarese, Bisconte, who else? Steel Toe. Anyone else? People are saying, doesn't his head itch? Monotone voice. Granny loves kale. I clipper it for in Spurktopia. Anywho, uh, but you get my point. Keep watching. Batteries. Yeah, they fuck you with that, right? They fuck you with that. They're nine by sixteen, or is it sixteen by nine? What the hell is it? Oh my god! 
So this is a little spur of the moment, quick live thing as I'll try to uh, try to make eye contact. It's really hard to make eye contact when you're doing these live broadcasts, when, when your camera's above your computer and you, you want to look in, you want to look in. If you haven't figured out how to make eye contact with your camera and you've been podcasting this long, Joe, it's like, come on, man, something here. Don't be talking about eye contact for fucking 55 fucking minutes. I mean, Christ, these guys come with nothing. They seriously just think they're that entertaining. They could just step in front of a microphone and be like, hey, you guys want to hear about my eye contact and lack thereof for 30 fucking minutes? How embarrassing. It's just a matter of time before he, I guarantee he will start covering my lost interest clips. Trust me. You know, you know what I'm saying? I lost my volumes. I lost my volumes. This is Joe Matarese. How are you, everybody? Let's the Kevin this, Brennan uh, effect in full swing. Lovely Joe Matarese show music off as we shut this off. How are you? How are you today, everybody? Welcome. Welcome to a spontaneous, spontaneous live. As I got, You get said that already. In probably about an hour and a half to drive out to Levittown, Long Island, as I have a uh, I have a show there tonight. An eight and by show, he means open mic. Headlining over there at uh, Governor's in Levittown. And then tomorrow night, I have a 7 o'clock show there at Governor's, headlining that one. So that, that should be exciting. He's headlining a 7 o'clock gig? Infinity. What headliner goes on at 7 p.m.? I don't know what you're doing. If you're anywhere in the world of... Uh, We're going to start filming Joe Matter resets. Come out. Come out. The, Pretty local. As they say on talk radio, tell them Joe sent you. Tell them Joe sent you. Right? Tell them Joe sent you. Uh, I'm just going to shoot the shit about Long Island in general. No one cares. Besides little Mir, who doesn't know where Brooklyn or Long Island is on a map. Should be fucking brutal. This would be a podcast for little Mir, by the way. Dr. Chow, send, send him the link. Friday. You got to leave at one in the afternoon, and then you get there at fucking three. So now he's doing Jim Florentine impressions. This and is his you stuff. you got five hours to fucking kill. What do you do? What do you do? I mean, how many strip clubs can you hit and you, in that fucking time that you're there early? Or I guess you could eat a meal. It's not, it's not a bad Florentine, by the way, but it's like, what the fuck? You get fucking hammered. You get fucking hammered. I'm going to talk like Jim Florentine for the rest of this fucking Friday night. Plugging Joe Matarese tonight. Get to Levittown, Long Island to see him. He's going to do a show. He's fucking great. He's a fucking funny comic. He's uh, He spends too much on comedy specials. Uh, citizen, Citizen Macabre's Pabre. I don't know what that even means. What you're saying. It's but Citizen that. M's Poppy. He's giving me a little smiley face. Good Florentine. It's a fucking great impression. Okay, uh, cut, cut the impression out. I mean, okay, Boy, we get it. You could do a good Florentine. What else you got? A really nice fucking restaurant. She's like, where do you want to go? I said, I don't know. How about Roy Roger? Fucking best impression. It's the only impression I do. It's very obscure. Good Florentine. Citizen Macabre's Poppy says he's probably a fucking comedian if he knows if he fucking knows jim florentine's a I mean, fucking great this is not fucking great impression you see you see what you're doing kevin you see sound effect as this is i mean the direct result of kevin brennan you fucking hack <laughs> yeah now he's doing the steel toe laugh track full. 
the other day I uh, I rented a porn and I returned it fucking oh 30 minutes God. later. I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I'm fucking done. done. I'm done. <laughs> it. It's so loud. How are you guys tonight? You seem like a fucking great oh crowd. Oh my God. All right, that's enough. I'm this not is fucking m- this Matt Reef. I'm fucking no. I'm not doing crowd work. But I'm not doing that. Send the red hot dog link. I don't he's know. He's stuck means. in a Florentine. We got here. We got uh, impression. Joey Matarese going up against Brennan's time. Oh shit! I didn't even realize I did that. I'm only gonna do it like fucking five minutes, and then I'm shutting it off. Cause uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna start doing Kevin's. He's bo- he's gone yeah, full Florentine. Ho- hoping to do it like once a week. Hoping to do MLC yeah, once a week. Thursday, uh, fucking Friday. Uh, yeah, I'm only going to do a few minutes. I just wanted to promote my gig. Promote my gig uh, this tonight in Long Island. That's where I'm performing. Uh, doing the, uh, the the Italian tour. Have you guys seen it? It's now slipped this. from a Jim Florentine impression to like a trashy Long Island fucking Guido. Oh, shit. Oh, that's shit. not my computer either. His computer is full lag mode right now. Uh, I don't know. All right. Am I back? I'm fucking back. Okay. Maybe that's what I should do. I'll just put a fucking long wig on. Another wood paneled wall podcast. I mean, this is in, this is Give gnarly. Everybody right on the screen like a good Jim Florentine saying it. Still I'm, doing Florentine. Decline host says hello. Decline host. Huffy. What do we got here? Uh, fucking H- Huffy Dealey says yes, yes. And uh, one of the greatest Florentine sayings of all time is still doing. Fl- is he do just going to do this the entire time? Why? Is this his show? Kevin, Why you would see? You do that? It's fucking. There's no reason to fucking do that. Great, <laughs> you told all five people about your show. Now wrap it up. Ed Ganniger, fucking brutal. He's fucking brutal. He's going for the fucking jugular. I love it. No, dude, I'm up to 14 people. I'm looking at the screen. There's fucking 14 people. Oh, my Kevin God. Kevin Brennan said I should start calling my podcast Joe Matarese's shitty podcast. And I, Kevin I think that's a Brennan good fucking title. I stink. It's fucking, it's, it's fucking brutal. It's fucking brutal. <laughs> it's fucking so brutal. All right, so I'm I'm fucking banging this girl. He's right? really she's doing quarantine. Like he's just doing the whole show and, uh, as quarantine. I'm a waiter there, and then we go into the fucking uh, the, the the fucking uh, you know where they make the food, the fucking kitchen. And I don't have a condom. This is true, and I just fucking wrapped it. I fucking wrapped my mule. I fucking wrapped my mule with cellophane and took a fucking twisty tie. I mean, and, and, is and anyone else finding this insane, or is it you just me? It, it fucking worked. I don't. I don't have any fucking babies that I don't know about. It's fucking brutal. All right, we're up. We're down to ten. We well down to nine. It's fucking dropping fast. A podcast with Joe and Ray would voice. be the dumbest thing ever. Give me ever. a new voice. Give me a yeah. new voice. Somebody. Valentine, they're Five. saying. Give me a new voice. I'll channel out of Jim Florentine into somebody else. He's been doing Florentine for over five minutes. God damn it. Isn't that the sound effect of every bad podcaster? Hey, everybody, I got a terrible podcast. We got to lower that. Sorry. It's going to blow my eardrums. An awful fucking podcast. It's insane that he's doing the impression. Yeah, but I've done the saran wrap trick myself. 
does Chris Matthews. Why? Why? Joe, why would you fucking do it? Why would you try to do a, a fucking podcast? You're not good at podcasting. You're too nice. You're fucking brutal. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. That's right. Yippee fucking kaye, motherfucker. Yippee kaye, motherfucker. Fucking brutal. Oh my god. So he's, I mean, this this is Joe Matarese's podcast here. I mean, he's just playing sound drops, right? If I could be a Jew right now, I would be a Jew. And just doing Florentine. This is again good job, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Everyone thank Kevin the next time you're in his chat. Say, Kevin, hey, this this KB effect has gone too far. You need to put an end. You got to stop promoting these fucking hacks, please. You fucking hack. Please, for the love of Christ. Like, I, I think he does the Florentine for the entire show. If I'm not mistaken, like, I can go to 26 minutes. Work to spec. Oh. He's telling me to shut. So he's just doing impressions. So this, you, you tune in to watch Joe Matarese, and he's just doing impressions of other people. But I'm pretty sure he goes back to Florentine here. I mean, this is amazing stuff. Alzin. Yep, so you back the Florentine. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Back the Florentine. You 26 up. minutes in. Back the Florentine. It's fucking brutal. That's you, right. you said that already. I should shut up. Because I got to get in the car and drive to Long Island. Go look on my website. Governors. One show tonight, 8 o'clock. Come out. I'll do the whole set as Jim Florentine. See, these these comics, we're wrapping up with what I can't. I mean, I just can't. But, uh, yeah, people are paying him to shut up. I would. I mean, I wouldn't even paying them, but uh, that's up to you guys. But these comments, these comics have it twisted. They think because they do a podcast or they do MLC or they do any of these shows, it's going to help boost their fucking sales. Now, maybe that might be true for comics like Sigour or Kreischer or anyone else on like that level. But when you're in the hack verse, the dabble verse, and you're trying to promote your comedy by hopping on MLC or do I even dare say grat cast? Ugh. Ugh. Um, your career is 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 done. All right. So if you're showing up on MLC or the Shuli Network or any other of these dog shit fucking shows like Steel Toe Morning Show. So come on, guys. Thank you. This is where we get in the last hour. It gets a little desperate. Uh, let's go on a roll. Uh, you know you're done in this business. Joe Matarese, uh, Pat Dixon, Ray DeVito. They're just the latest of the Kevin Brennan effect. We're going to watch this unfold over the next couple months, even maybe a couple years. As long as the gravy train keeps going, as long as Kevin Brennan keeps making fucking money hand over fist, he will continue to promote these fucking I mean, just there's no better name than than hacks. He will continue to promote these hacks, and we're gonna watch more dog shit shows spring up, Matt Reese and Dixon. And honestly, it's great because it it's awesome for my show. So I'm not complaining. It's frustrating, yes, but I'm also not complaining because it's great. I always like covering new people, um, and all that good shit, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, this has been fucking fan fucking tastic. I had a time of my life today. Do I do one more song or do we just end it? I don't know what to do. That's the problem. I know so many fucking songs.
fucking Dixon. Is she an 8.7 or am I right? An 8.7. Uh, no, this has been fun, guys. Thank you so much. Again, uh, we'll be back probably at some point on Wednesday. Let's catch up with some chats. Jeff, say one more song. God, I feel like I'm getting an encore now. Uh, Beast of a Burden. Beast of Burden, says Keanu. I'll learn it for next time. Terry says, Yikes. Um, let's see. You should try impersonating someone who actually is entertaining. Try that, says John Jamingo. Good one, John. Good one, John. You shouldn't try impersonating a podcaster who gets more than fucking two views. Try that one, you fucking fat slob. Get out of my chat. Uh, Leo Gunn says, Ray was upset with our camping jokes last night, Bluff Chatter. He uh, blew my phone up right after MLC ended. Mattery says, fried uh, from serotonin uh, reuptake inhibitors. Jesus Christ. Uh, win by boo, says Keanu. Yes, win by boo. That's been great. John Domingo, they're saying, yay. Terry says, yikes. Uh, um, yeah. Good one, Jamingo. Jamingo thinks he's like always getting zingers. It's like, come on. Again, no one takes you seriously at all. If you're a fucking steel toe fucking simp, which you are. Simp! 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 We laugh at you. You're a clown, Jamingo. Get out of here. No one likes you. You hear me? You fat bastard. Uh, anyway, this has been a fun show, guys. Thank you so much. This has been a very fun show. Very fun show. Very fun week. We'll see you all next time. Tom Chilstrom has a message for all you guys. No. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, you know, pretty solid effort all around, I would say. Uh, mostly from Corey and I. Uh, Luke had some good points. But uh, all in all, a good show. Thanks, for everybody, for being here. Let's uh, let's call it a night. Call it a night. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday morning, guys. Thank you so much. I've been your host, Blade. This has been... Well, this has been great. Pleasure's all mine. We'll see you next time, Wednesday morning. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>